0: Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish, author of Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, and you're listening to Morris' unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This week, Morse, Peter, and Jessica talk about the new 1D&D Playtest Packet. In the news, Pathfinder is getting a remastered edition, fundraisers for designer Owen Casey Stevens, Into the Motherlands is going to Green Ronin, and more! Plus, a brand new sketch about when a new edition isn't a new edition. This week on Morse's unofficial tabletop RPG talk! Today's podcast is sponsored by Brandestock's Polearm Emporium. You can find Brandestock's in Upper Ramsbottom Street, in the town of Thornistons, just past Mrs. Cockle's Codpiece Boutique. Brandestock's Polearm Emporium sells a wide range of halberds, glaives, and bohemian earspoons. Earspoons? That's not a real thing, is it? Ridiculous. What is this nonsense, anyway? I can't believe I'm reduced to flogging this low-class commoner tat to pay my rent. Anyway, go to Brandistox for pointy sticks. All the tabletop role playing news. We aim too amuse and we aim too enthused. Morris's unofficial
1: tabletop RPG Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG Talk. I am Russ, aka Morris or Morris a.k.a. Russ, and with me this
2: week is Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of role Players. Russ, as ever, it is a delight to be here. Joining us as well, we have, well, let's just say that she wouldn't describe herself as an athlete, but she's definitely enjoying the good drugs. It's the one, it's the only, it's...
3: It's me, Jessica, from e. Ian Publishing uh peter's talking about prescription medication <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> not not recreational no.
3: what? <laughs> i don't think these are recreational they're fun the side effects include drowsiness and maybe depression so i don't know if you take that recreationally
1: Ooh, Ooh. well let's hope let's hope for no side effects at least so
3: but like, so, <laughs> <so far laughs> i'm not an issue <laughs> but yeah
2: maybe robert smith anyway yeah mm-hmm. moving on so right. All right, how right, is everyone right, right. are you good
1: I am great. I am going to see Return of the Jedi this evening mm. at the Cinema Plex. Interesting. After eating a delicious buffet of Indian tapas at a new restaurant in town.
3: That's
1: Indian tapas. Hmm.
3: Interesting. Okay. Hmm.
1: I don't quite know how that works, but is I'm it, gonna find is out.
3: It, is the idea just small plates so you can try lots of different dishes? I guess. So I don't know.
1: I'll find yeah. out. I'll let nice. you know. Not yes. I don't
3: think that's the traditional way of eating Indian food, but fine. But, you know, but I like who's... Indian
1: food and I like tapas.
2: So. And you
3: like lots of small portions of food, so Yes, perfect. Yeah. perfect.
2: So, you know, you get why parlies. not? it's not unknown. So, yeah. yeah well.
3: I have a less exciting evening. I'm going to panic clean my house because my friend's coming over to stay for the weekend. And I kind of looked around my house and I was like, ah, I should probably
4: <laughs> <laughs> make
3: this good for someone else. But I had a good week. I finished my uh, little mini two-shot campaign I played. Uh, it was GMing. On Wednesday, and that went well. Ooh. They actually all survived, which was surprising to me, because the entire location they were at got, like, bombed by the military. But they had some very lucky roles Oh, the end.
2: this is your zombies campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why they were being randomly bombed. I mean... That's a good reason. There are so yeah.
3: many different roleplay reasons you could randomly bomb your players.
1: I mean, players just deserve it. I think.
3: Um, yeah, Random especially bombings. these ones. Mm-hmm. They were very. They had lots of opinions, which you know. They had it coming. Yeah, it but wandering. they all survived. They had some lucky rolls on the escape. Oh,
2: never mind.
3: Yeah, but time. there we go. But yeah, so it <laughs> went well, so it's good. Talking um, of
1: talking lucky rolls, I was I was running a awfully cheerful engine game on, um, Wednesday night. <laughs> and, um, oh, I will leave the, uh, culprit unnamed, but somebody at that table, Peter, Peter clearly knows who this person was.
3: <laughs> is, is that because it was, in fact, Peter?
1: It wasn't Peter. It okay. wasn't me. I was running my own game. He, yeah. Okay, Peter, enough, Peter was running a separate game. So, okay. um, somebody at that table it was a D6 dice pool game. Our F6s explode. Yeah. And somebody at that table could not roll. Like, it was bizarre. Could not roll a dice pool of D6s without having at least half of them be 6s. Every what? single time for, like, three hours. It was incredible and bizarre <laughs> and weird.
3: Was, did they bring their own dice by chance? The,
1: there was their own dice. I did yeah, test the okay. dice. They didn't appear to be
3: loaded
1: <laughs> <like, Okay. laughs> or anything. But okay. but the luck going on at that table was incredible.
2: Yep. <laughs> Uh, which I would totally have warned you about if I'd cared. But anyway. <laughs> it's like, I, I thought it'd be more fun for you to find out for yourself. Anyway, um, such things happen. Such things happen. Yeah. Groovy. Shall we, shall we do some sort of news related stuff? Let's do some, let's some, do some news based thing. That does
3: we. feel correct for this podcast. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not convinced. Let's
1: go. So, so I just like off the top. I want to say that they are two really, really super big news items this week. Mm-hmm. Yes are the yes. new 1D&D um, playtest packet, which dropped, yeah. and the announcement and reveal of Pathfinder Remastered.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. But because they're so big, both so big, yes, and we have a finite amount of time, Yes, we've decided yes. we can't cover each of them in detail this week. Because they're yeah. too, they're both too big, so we're going to do one this week and one next week. And we've decided we're going to do the one D and D playtest packet this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we will, you know, we'll, we'll we'll sort of briefly talk about the Pathfinder remastered announcement, but we'll go into that in detail next week. Yes,
3: but. If you want the details now, Russ, you've written an article on enworlds.org. So if people yeah, do need to yeah. if need, people need to know today, you can yeah. read about it on the website. Yeah. Or well, you can what, wait till next just, week.
1: Let's just say what that news is without okay. going into detail. And then so the news is basically Pathfinder this week at the Gamma um, trade show in uh, in America announced that they are going to be releasing this year a Pathfinder remastered set Ooh. of core rule books which replace the existing Pathfinder Core Rulebooks. That's a lot of new
2: rules to learn. Uh, yes,
1: yeah. I mean, they are saying it is not a a, a new edition.
4: Okay,
1: heard that line before. But they're saying it's not yeah. a new edition. Um, um it's an, it's a new set of books with new names. So, like before, we had the Pathfinder Core Rulebook, the Game Mastery Guide, the Bestiary, and the Advanced Player's Guide mm-hmm. was the right. original lineup. And now we have the Pathfinder Player Core, Pathfinder mm-hmm. GM Core, yeah. Pathfinder Monster Core. And Pathfinder Player Core 2. Wow. Now, they've said it's not a new edition and it is mainly a reorganisation and consolidation of existing material.
3: Which, having a flick through, I know we're going to do till next week, it does look that way as well. Like, of course, it's got the new Orc licence on and they've updated Errata, but there are a few little things. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think, like, when you look at the full list of changes, though, it is quite big. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely worth talking about in a lot more detail next week, and yes. then we can decide to, together whether or not it is in fact an edition or, or the same game just reorganized. But well, um,
3: in publishing terms of like the not RPGs but general book publishing, if it's more than ten percent of the materials changing, it has counted mm-hmm. as a new edition.
1: Well, we have a, a fun and exciting sketch just about that very topic, which oh. I won't, not 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 an hour ago. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we
3: we'll look but, forward um, to that.
1: Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next okay, week. So cool. they've, uh, they've, they've announced it's happening this year. They've, um, shown off some of the cover art in mm-hmm. sketch format yep. and announced, uh, also interesting date, uh, because they, uh, Wayne Reynolds does the cover art for them always consistent, uh, for Pathfinder.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he's turned in the sketches of, yeah. uh, but the full color versions aren't coming in for a few weeks yet. He's turned in the sketches and they've decided they are also going to release as special editions sketch mm-hmm. cover versions oh you know, that's with cool the, with the, I
3: was, yeah i was so, just gonna say because the scamps of them look really cool with the sketch ones i'd buy that so that's probably yeah, why they've yeah. done that that makes sense
1: but <laughs> but you're only be able to get that from game stores you won't be able to get that online apparently you won't be able to get that from the big bookstores or from amazon or anything like that so you have to go to a game store and get that
3: oh that's nice that's good supporting friendly local game stores yeah yeah But yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, but it's it's a big, big topic. We'll talk about it in detail next week. We'll like do a proper deep dive into it. Um, and this week we'll do, Hmm. like, we'll do the one D&D playtest packet.
3: Shall we save that for the end though and talk about the other news? Yeah, yeah,
1: let's get, let's get the other. I mean, there's quite a bit of various bits of news. Yes. Yes, yes.
3: Things have been happening.
1: Mm. Yeah. Ooh. I want to talk about Owen Stevens. Owen KC Stevens.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. yes.
1: He was uh, very ill, wasn't he? So yeah. How's he doing? Yeah. So he's, uh, I think we did mention it on the show a couple of yeah. weeks ago. we
3: did. did. So yeah, yeah.
1: He's been diagnosed with cancer oh, and his medical bills are mounting up. And there's yeah. various yeah. efforts in the industry go underway, um, to help him with those bills because Owen is, you know, someone that a lot of people like. He's a, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's, a he's, you know, he's a, he's a very, very nice person is Owen. Um, yep. so there's a whole bunch of different sort of bundles and things like that available that you can contribute to with the proceeds going towards Owen's medical bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Myler wrote a, a, an article summarizing them on my site.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And let me, let me just call up the list very quickly.
3: Oh, I think but
1: this is kind of the sort of thing that um, you want to sort of like go to, go mm-hmm. to the show notes for the actual links.
3: Them. It's so awful yeah. that you're ill and unwell and dealing with that and then you have to worry about the medical side of it. Like living yeah. in the UK, we just don't have that aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. Like Yeah.
2: Currently, yes. Yeah. I, okay.
3: Peter, we don't have time to talk about that. We-
1: nope. We <laughs> so <laughs> what have we got? So we got medical bundle number one. Yep. Uh, this includes some uh, fifth edition third party stuff, thirteenth age stuff. Dusk City Outlaws, which is the game by Rodney Thompson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eclipse Phase first edition, some mutants and masterminds from Green Running. some Pathfinder stuff, a whole bunch of Pathfinder stuff from Paizo, um, and yeah. some Savage Worlds stuff, some Starfinder stuff, a whole bunch of system agnostic stuff. So there's a whole lot of stuff in Medical Bundle Number One. That's over a hundred PDFs. There's yeah. a whole lot of stuff there. You get loads of it, and um, these are on um, Drive Through RPG.
2: I mean, um. you, you got stuff like the Day After Ragnarok setting for Savage Worlds in there,
4: mm. which
2: is what happens when you have, when Nazis summon Jormungandr, the world serpent. Yeah. And it sort of part materializes until someone flies a B 52 yeah. in, filled with nuclear bombs into its head. <laughs> yeah. it, it's quite a wild yeah. setting. I do have a certain amount of fondness for it. Not gonna lie.
1: Yeah. So this would cost you $35 for that bundle. Yeah. You get a combined value of $700.
2: Oh, of easy. material
1: for that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's medical bundle number one. Yes. Medical bundle number two. And um, this one has 80 plus PDFs. Yep. Um, and this one has a uh, combined value again of over $700, cost 35, uh, cost 35. Um, oh, this yeah. includes some awfully cheerful engine stuff from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eclipse phase, icons, mutants and masterminds, more Pathfinder stuff, more Pathfinder 2e stuff, Shadow of the Demon Lord stuff, Shotguns and Sorcery, Spectaculars core games some more Starfinder stuff. So there's loads and loads and loads of stuff in that one too.
2: Yeah, icons as well. the Super Yeah, here Yeah, there is a, There is a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So those bundles they're going to be available till
1: May the fifteenth, which is you've got about two weeks, three weeks, two yeah. weeks, three weeks ish. Soon, soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 Um There's also other ways you could do it if you don't want a massive pile of PDFs. Um, would, Owen has where, where, a.
3: Why would you not want well,
1: that? maybe some people don't want <laughs> i don't know i don't know
2: <laughs> Rush, you're not making any sense you're gibbering
1: come yeah. on put yourself yeah. together <laughs> um so um owen has a patreon you can sign up yep. to and uh so, some of it is game content and some of it is um sort of uh, sort of uh thoughts and opinions from Owen. and he's sort of like uh, uh you know he's been in the industry for 20 plus years and has mm-hmm. things you know interesting things to say Mm-hmm. Um, he has a fundraising, a crowdfunding fundraiser page at ko-fi.com So you can just donate directly mm-hmm. if you want to do that. Is it ko-fi mm-hmm. or kofi? I think
3: it's like ko-fi. meant
1: to be like yeah, coffee. Oh, it's like coffee. coffee.com yeah. dot Oh, yeah, okay. You
2: buy people a coffee.
1: Yes, gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I, I feel silly now. Okay, that's obvious <laughs> now. <nice. laughs>
3: leave it in, Daryl. Leave
4: it in. <laughs>
1: no, <fine>. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> And, uh, and also there's a charity book being spearheaded by Samurai Sheepdog Games, mm.
4: uh-huh.
1: um, which a whole bunch of RPG designers are going to be contributing to it. Yeah. Um, uh, like designers, cartographers, and artists are contributing to it. And that's not out yet. That is being worked on now, but that will also be for the same purpose, to raise money for um, for Owen's oh, medical bills. Yeah.
3: Okay, great. Well, there's those options there, so you can get some... And there's just some yeah. nice deals yeah. as well. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's any, any way you want to contribute, there's bound to be something there for you, really
2: much. Well, I, I, I gotta say, um, I'm actually just buying it even as we speak because I noticed that it's got a couple of things like the Southland setting Mm -hmm. for, which, which is a cobalt pressed one. And quite frankly, that one is like 25, pounds on its own so even
3: that's the thing about these bundles sometimes is sometimes you would pay that amount of money for just one of the things on there yeah So i think there was a a trans rights one a little while back and i think wonder home was in it and the cost i can't Mm. remember how much it was now but the cost of it i was like well well, i'd pay pay that for just a a pdf Mm. copy of wonder home plus i got all this other stuff as well so um yeah
1: and some of the ones that appear on each like yeah. immensely good value it was I mean they've got those, thousands yeah. and thousands of pdfs in them mm. and, and and they're often just like five dollars or something it's like
3: well yeah a lot of them is um you know do, donate what you can we say yeah. five is the minimum but do do what you want yeah yeah, yeah my friends and I got like that bundle on. we sat and we were online both scrolling through and trying mm. to find the the oddest weirdest ones we could find in there because you get some little one-shot mm. things that people put in there, like yeah sure and you're like I would never have found this on my own were it not mm. for this bundle. Yeah, uh, so yeah. we were like scrolling through trying to find the most bizarre games we could. But yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: All right, cool. So bundle yeah. bundle stuff there. Good to know. Yeah. Links yeah. in the show yeah.
1: notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know uh, Green Ronin?
3: Not personally.
1: Yeah. But I know the, of the uh, company. Yeah, yeah. They're a mm-hmm. company based in Seattle. Um, they've been around for 25 years now, I guess, 20 years. And they do Mutants and Masterminds and all sorts of all sorts of stuff. But they, mm-hmm. um, they're one of the big sort of D20, early D20 companies.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think most people know know who Green running out. Yeah, anyway. yeah.
3: They're one of the big publishers that's not Pathfinder or D&D.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do cool games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also, you remember the Into the Motherlands Afrofuturist RPG, I think is the term they use.
4: Yes.
2: Absolutely. We're basically... What if Mansa Musa and a whole pile of gold and amazing people ended up in a completely different world?
1: Yeah, yeah ended up in space and on a totally different planet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you know that that was going to be published by Andrews McMeel Publishing until recently, and I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, and Andrews McMeel yeah. Publishing kind of withdrew from the tabletop gaming market
2: Yes,
4: and kind yeah.
1: of left them in the lurch. Yes. Um, so they've been searching for a new publisher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, based on things I've said in the last two minutes, guess who that new publisher is?
3: Uh, I didn't have to guess based on that. I knew it was
2: Green Ronin because I backed it, so they told me. Fair enough. I didn't tell anyone else because they asked me not to. And we don't snitch on this podcast. Thank you very much. Snitches (laughs) get (laughs) snitches.
3: But yeah, Green Ronin is doing it,
1: sure. Yes, so Green Ronin has announced that they are taking over the publishing duties for that game, apparently. So it's still going to be... Writing and designed, written and designed by Cypher Co., which is the, uh, yeah. company that um, was originally doing it. Green Run is just like handling the publishing and distribution side of things. Just okay. pu- They're just publishing it. They're not. So
3: they are it. like the Jess of that Kickstarter now.
1: Uh, kind of, <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> that's why I'm Publishing. <laughs> Ross does all the actually making the core cool stuff, and they go, here, we have a thing, you need to give it to people. And I'm like, cool, I can do
1: that. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Because yeah. I can't do
3: the first bit of making the core cool thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's, they're still going to get a Kickstarter back as first, and then store shelves later, and I guess they're going to release more information on that yeah. soon. But basically, that's the situation. They've got a publisher now. It is... It's been it's been saved.
3: That's good. And
1: Green Running are good people, and that
3: that will get out to retail nicely as well. So if you missed the the crowdfunding, you'll be able to probably pick up a you know mm. a retail copy from Green Running as well. Because I did yeah. miss the yeah. crowdfunding for that one. Yeah,
2: it's it's basically getting from the we have all this cool stuff written down in our say Google documents and then mm. turning it into a book, which is a complicated, painful, and very very long and awful process. Yeah. Mm. Oh, hi. I don't have PTSD. How are you doing?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> tell you I'll be what, i be fine. Talkie, talkie, talkie,
2: talkie, oh, Just don't talkie. mention
3: international shipping to Peter.
4: Do you want to keep off that? Oh,
3: don't. Tax code laws. Oh my goodness. This is a podcast, not a visual medium.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you tell people what I'm holding up?
3: Russ is holding in his very hands a book.
2: Well, wow. that's unusual
3: as wow. succinct <laughs> it is it's like to you a picture
2: of your words i did I'm i did here. this is
3: why i'm a great GM. uh it is the book uh it is a, like a, a proof copy you get is that print on demand copy you got yeah i'm assuming yeah. Yeah, I was about to say because i'm yeah. dealing with the printers and they haven't sent me yeah. um that is the print on demand <laughs> copy of level up advanced fifth edition to save a uh, kingdom which is on kickstarter yes. now so um this it will be an offset print run that we're actually doing for this with yeah. our usual printers that did all the other ones. But you have a shiny copy from Drive Through RPG. It's very nice
1: too. Very nice.
3: Excellent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it that's ending next week. So yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. gonna be uh, so yeah, see if you want it, back it now. But um yes. we're gonna be sending out the Kickstarter the, the Kickstarter email with the PDF the second it ends. As usual, mm-hmm. and then the books. Myself and and Umet, our art and layout manager, is speaking to the printers currently, so we can, as soon as all the orders are in, we know how many people are going to order it. We can say, hey, print that that number, because that's yeah, yeah. how logistics works.
4: Yes, there's an insight wow. for
3: everybody. I'm sure no one else had figured that out. <laughs> Good,
2: you're, you're doing well on that.
3: I feel I sound like such a professional, but no, we do. We are going to have a backer kit as well. So if you if you just want to pledge. Um, like a dollar or something, you can go to back mm. it and upgrade it later if you're yeah. not sure. So um, we're doing that, but yeah, it's exciting. It's all happening. So now the Kickstarter ends. It's when I get really busy with doing all the the stuff for it and things mm. myself and Zin in the background running around like And I get like to squirrels. stop being busy
2: with
1: it.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: because
2: I'm busy on other stuff now.
3: Yeah. This and this is how a team works.
2: Mm. Interesting yeah. delegation. Yeah. Anyway, back to Queen Ronin, because yes. they had another announcement to
1: make. What? They do. No, they're in the multi-announcement mode.
3: Okay. Wow.
1: Exciting so stuff. So this, uh, is anyone familiar with Valiant Adventures or the, the comic book Valiant, I'm,
3: I'm is that like a world Prince of, Valiant?
1: I I, I'm not. Sure, I'm not one hundred percent sure what it, Valiant is. I, I don't know it. Um, so Valiant Entertainment is a comic book company. Yes. Um. Uh, and they, uh, Green Ronin are releasing Valiant Adventures RPG, which is a superhero thing. So there's a Valiant superhero universe, basically comic book universe.
3: Okay, so it's oh. like you got Marvel universe, does, DC universe, and then there's yeah. Valiant. Okay, and, cool.
1: And Green Ronin does Mutants and Masterminds, which is their flagship sort of r- uh superhero RPG, anyway. And they've, mm-hmm. they've done a DC Heroes, a DC game with that before. They had the license for a few years ago. Wa- I might have played back.
3: that one actually, but it was a, that um, was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah yeah, 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 I was about yeah. to say, this is not recent. Yeah. I played that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't around for long. But yeah, so if you're familiar with Valiant Comments, which I am not, but other people I am sure are, they're going to be releasing the Valiant Adventure Heroes Handbook, which I guess Ooh. is going to be like the core rules for it, and mm-hmm. Worlds of Valiant Campaign Setting. Exciting. Using the Mutants and Mastermind rules engine. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, we've got Valiant staples include Dead Siders, Nanite infused heroes and game stats for over 80 heroes and villains and iconic locations like Britannia, the Dead Side, Earth, Earth? Gosh, uh, the far away, New Japan, Space, the Starlinverse, and the unknown.
4: There we go. There we the go.
2: Stalinverse. The Starlinverse. The Starlinverse. I don't know what that is, but. <laughs> Sounds tanky to me. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Move on. Do you want
3: to move on? I can. I, I... I can tell you a thing.
2: Go on, tell us a really?
3: thing. I Yeah. Like, I, I, well, you might be surprised. I know many things. That's a lie. Well, I, just don't, tell I don't know well, many just,
1: things. Just, just, just tell us one well, thing
3: Okay, I'll tell you one thing.
1: Well, let's narrow it down, though. Make it an RPG thing.
3: Okay. Let's narrow and it down further. Other... Yeah.
1: Let's make it an RPG news thing. How about that? Oh, bold. All right, okay. Just to narrow it down a bit, because of all the things you know, all of which are fantastically mm. interesting. Yeah. I think you know we do need to kind of mm-hmm. like zoom in a little bit and just pick one.
3: All right, I'll save the other stuff for another podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. Jess talks about things, but specifically tabletop RPG news: okay. Alien, Ooh. the role-playing game. Yeah. So Free Ooh. League, who's always doing stuff and all things, um, has got pre-orders open for the Alien RPG expansion book, which is Building Better Ooh. Worlds, and this one I'm mm. actually excited about because the idea for this is. Um, it's kind of, it's a campaign module and it gives you the tools to have like an open world campaign. So it's mm. going to make it a bit more like sandboxy because they do have some really nice yeah. starter box sets that we talked about before. Um, mm. But that's kind of like you're on a ship or you're in this place and you're doing this. Whereas this is like, yeah. here is like the world and the universe and you're going around. So it's more like sandboxy, yeah. which for me, mm. if I was running an alien campaign, I think running it that way is what I personally would like to do. So that's why I was like, oh, exciting stuff. Um, and my, sadly, my alien book, is still in the shrink wrap. I haven't actually got oh. out to play it. So this expansion book might be the thing that pushes me to actually do something with it. But anyway, the mm. book has got uh, new gear. It's got spaceships. It's got different like species. It's got species catalogues. So kind of things that people can okay. encounter, which is interesting the alien world because it's not like a hugely populated world. Lots of different aliens. You know, yeah, but it, it feels- just tends
2: to be xenomorphs. Yeah. And xenomorphs, doesn't yes. it? Really.
3: So I'm intrigued by that.
2: And, and 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 builders, the architects, and whatever it was that was in the uh, uh, what's it? The uh, first film.
3: Yeah, but that it, was, right, um, I'm
2: shipping alien eggs for reasons. Yeah, and also predators. Technically, exactly. but I don't know if they will be. In. I don't think they will be in but this. But it's
3: rare. It's not like Star Trek where you're like, there's yeah. Of the anyway, week, alien of the week. Yes, exactly. But yeah, it's got frameworks and backstories for kind of frontier campaigns. Uh, The the character creation has been expanded. Um, It does have six adventures that you can play in any order. Um, So I guess if you're doing a campaign, you're like, oh, I'm running out of ideas. Just put that in Mm. there, which sounds great. So I really like the way the the concept and the way this book's structured. So it looks quite fun. And also I just just like Alien. Alien's fun. Mm. But yeah, so it's pre-order now. So you get the PDF straight away. The physical book's coming out in October time. Um, yeah.
1: But, yeah. Right. right. That's disgusting. alien. That's alien out of the way. What else have we got? Dreams and machines. Should I tell you about dreams and machines?
3: Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Tell me about that. Do you,
1: do you often dream of machines?
3: Uh, No. No? No. Okay.
2: I don't think I've ever dreamt of a machine. You've never dreamt of a machine? Not that I'm aware of. I might have, but then forgot about it. I dreamt about a car once. That's a machine.
3: It is.
1: That's true. Yeah. Anyway, so this is from mediphius, and they have announced a new role-playing game world. Okay. Um, they haven't announced exactly what it is. I think it's kind of going to be a new game, probably powered, I guess, by their in-house 2D20 system, but they haven't said that specifically. That would make sense. That. But um this new role-playing game world, which they are calling, interestingly, a new age of role-playing, bold mm-hmm. bold words, mm-hmm. um, is kind of set on a far-flung outpost of humanity, which was once dominated by mechs and future tech,
4: Mm -hmm. but
1: it's now in ruins after like a war with the machines and people are kind of rebuilding there uh, and and there are still mechs around and when they get reactivated they're kind of like problematic big powerful monsters i guess but um (laughs) so that's kind of the setting there's uh there's a website for it with lots of art on it nice and a link to sign up for a mailing list but that's literally all there is. All the information there is so far. So
3: it's literally just the announcement of like this is happening.
1: Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Have you yeah. signed
3: up for notifications yeah. then?
1: I haven't yet. I'm going to though. Okay. So yeah. Then so all these ask. mechs, they lie dormant, but when they're activated, they're called wakers, and they bring destruction.
3: Who made these? Like that seems like a poor design choice.
1: Yeah. Got questions. Well, there was a, there was a war against the machines. I wonder if like the machines made themselves or something. Ah. I, don't, I don't know. Were well, they powered yeah. by, by
3: They were powered by Chat GPT, and then it's just all gone. Possibly, wrong. Yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe. Yeah, Fre- I don't Fred Saberhagen called it first with Berserkers. Yeah. So yeah. Well, there's a, a, a
1: malevolent, corrupted AI known as the Builder plotting against humanity.
3: I told. It's Chat GPT. There you go.
1: Yeah, Skynet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Dreams, Dreams of Machines is coming. Okay. Gen Con. August the third, they're going to unveil it properly then.
3: I think there's going to be a lot going on in August. We're going to have a busy yeah. week after Gen Con.
1: yeah, it's almost like Gen Con is a thing <laughs> where things happen.
3: One would say
1: almost 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 oh ha, Guinness World Records. this is fun,
3: mm-hmm,
1: yeah, so the Guinness World record for the largest d and d game ever up until recently was about five hundred players.
3: That's too many.
1: Well, if that's too many, Jess, how do you feel about 1,227 oh D&D players playing the same game simultaneously? That's
3: far too... That's so many.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of players. Yes. Yeah. So this happened in the town of Provo. I want to say Provo. Or it could be Provo. Provo. In Utah, in America. They were in like the, the mall in uh, the center of the town. And about 1,200 players descended on this mall to join in this world record beating attempt and defended a castle against the archlich Vecna. Oh,
3: wow. Uh, yeah,
1: that, so they well and truly like, blew past the lot, record. That, what was this? No, no, it was this, a D&D game. This sounds like a whole world
3: of Warcraft raid is what that sounds like. So <laughs> mm, you've got yeah, all these different yeah. groups and guilds like coordinating this giant attack. That sounds quite epic.
1: It was yes. very, very epic. It was mm. arranged by... So there was a, a gaming store called Geek Together run by someone called Andrew Ashby. Yeah. um in in that town and they organized the actual um the actual event mm. and just kind of put out calls for players to come and play in this event and they got over 1200 people like signed up to do this which was i think way more than they expected so this mall like the the floor of the mall was just like filled with tables of people playing
3: yeah oh imagine yeah. how loud that room would be
1: it would have been it wouldn't have been mm. so they employed, they employed a special system so you know for to beat the world record it has to be one game. Okay. It's not, yeah. It's not like 1200 people all playing individual games. Sure. Because that's course. not, that's not the same thing. So yeah. basically what they had was, uh, one lead dungeon master who was, yeah. uh, Dax from Dungeon Master Direct.
3: Okay.
1: And then they had 200 individual DMs. Yeah. And basically they employed a system of runners so yeah. that the lead dungeon master could send information to the individual DMs and back. And that's how it basically Ooh. worked. That is, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I've done a, no, nowhere near this scale, but I did a small scale version of this with my friends. About, I think that was like 20 or so of us. We had a main GM and then three other GMs mm. that did the same thing because we were coordinating this attack. Maybe you me about yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. and that was like a lot to organize and do. Not that I organized, I just turned up, but on the scale of like 200 GMs, that must, that's wild.
4: Mm. An
2: epic, as they say. That
3: is, that yeah. is the correct word to describe the situation, Peter. I agree. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the for- that's the form. Like uh, when they did the Ventures League, that was the sort of thing for multi-table madness.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: mm. but you can't you can't really run those unless you've got a special reason, and mm. they're not they're not inclined to let people who are not regulars run them. So, which mm. is a shame. Well,
3: there
2: you go. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: but yeah, that's so that's proper big record. Well done to that store for organising it, because I'm sure yeah, yeah. that must have taken a lot of time, energy, yeah. and yeah. so many yeah. emails and. Uh, uh, yes,
1: and just just doing it—the event itself—there would have just, been not just organizing, but yeah. just like actually yeah. doing it. It would have been quite quite epic well, as well. well done, There's Chester a live doing stream it. of it if you want to see it, but it's not. It's, I, I did have a look at it. It's not great quality, and you can't really hear anything. And
3: yeah, I'd imagine, and it's like
1: three hours long. And it doesn't really show much. I
3: imagine it's one of those events where you had to be there to get the full. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. whole thing of it. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: um, in the sort of constant fire hose of um, current videos being released by. Was it the coast about upcoming stuff? Because that seems to be this seems to be their primary way of saying stuff now. They release these videos with Chris yes. Perkins or Jamie Crawford or something, and then yes. you have to sit make... down and watch like a video and transcribe it. I think they're trying thing. to humanize. But that's how they do it. now. Well, I
3: think they're trying to humanize the brand after the January I suppose PR so. disaster. I suppose so kind of so. like, look, yeah. there's this cool nerd who likes the things you do. Please yeah, don't be mean so. to us.
1: Yeah. It's just not. It's not how I personally. I mean, obviously a lot of people do because mm. uh, YouTube videos get thousands and thousands of views. Oh, yeah. yeah. So people do, but it's not personally how I absorb news, but like no, different, that, different that, I, I think, different I
2: think some people really prefer it. And that's absolutely. It's fantastic. too, too,
1: too time-consuming for me. I just don't have the time yeah. to sit there and watch like an hour-long video about something when I can read uh, an article, skim through an article, and pick up the salient points.
3: Is this just yeah. you trying to advertise EN World? Because that's what we do: Cause we watch the videos <laughs> well, and then I, write yeah. out the summary. So you're saying, so if you too also hate the oh, videos, no, good. Yeah, we, it's we
1: do. We do podcasts and videos as well, though. And, you know, it's well, not, yeah, we, do, we every, do.
3: Yeah, we do a range of things uh, for that exact yeah, yeah, reason yeah. that yeah people like different things, man.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so uh, a bit of Wizard of the Coast fire hose yeah. of videos. At least the Wizard of yeah. the Coast ones aren't that long. They're usually sort of like 10 minutes long. Yeah. And they're not okay, like hour long. Okay,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, well, sometimes. Sometimes they're an hour long. But anyway, this one was uh, like a lot shorter. But mm. this was Chris Perkins yeah. talking about the return of D&D villains in upcoming storylines. A lot of it was stuff that has been sort of said in bits and pieces recently that you've probably heard. So you probably won't yeah. actually learn anything totally new from this. Yeah. A little kind of a summary. So he kind of reiterated that the League of Malevolence is coming back. Yeah. And that's Venger, Kellick, Warduke, that crowd. Yeah. From
2: from ages and ages ago. Did, did he did he also say that he's got no idea what the Red Wizards of Thay are up to?
1: Um no. I think he said okay, he's not good. going to
2: tell us what the Red Wizards of They are up to. That's important, because 'cause I've yeah. heard he said he had no idea. I was like, Well, Adventurers League that's that's basically their block line, it's all what the Red Wizards are up to. Oh, yeah. No, I'm glad he didn't say that because well, that would we, have been very hurtful.
1: Well, there's the there's the big old Red Wizard storyline coming in 2025. That's what he was alluding to, mm. and basically what he's saying is, I, you know, what are they up to? Mm. You know, I, I wonder. Good. I couldn't That's possibly say. Was he doing that? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this vet, big vec there's a big Vecna adventure as well. So the Red Wizard nice. storyline 2025, and he also sort of kind of hinted around that is the is Venger. I keep saying Venger, Venger. Avengers, uh, yes. Is is Venger a Red Wizard of Fae or not? He keeps kind of like skirting around that, but hasn't said one way or the other. I am I interested mean, to find out whether or not
2: that he's is quite case. pasty. And he wears he red. Does wear some red. So <laughs> I thought
3: Fae's you were talking like about Chris Perkins items. then. I was like, do we want to make it a is
2: Chris Perkins a <laughs> Red Wizard of Fae. <laughs> well, I think mean, Chris Perkins might be a Red Wizard of Fae He might wear red. I don't. I don't. I don't do I know what he looks like? Probably not. Anyway, You've probably on.
3: seen a video with him on. So yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: So that storyline, 2025, but the 2024 storyline, is the big Vecna adventure. Yeah, yeah. Again, not really that much that hasn't been said before, but it's going to be like Vecna's big, scary comeback, and yeah. it's going to go across the multiverse to many different worlds, some of which have only been touched on in mm. products, or mentioned, or referenced, others of which have been fully visited in products before in 5e in the last few years. Well, that's basically it. It's like a 14-minute video saying that, but... um Big old sort of hints about villains returning villains, I guess.
3: Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Exciting stuff.
3: I have some news that is not Dungeons and or Dragons as well. Because we're is not there doing one yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's an entire industry, Russ. But uh Twilight Imperium role playing game, which we talked about mm. a little while ago on the show. So Twilight yeah. Imperium, the role-playing game based off yeah. the uh, board game, big epic board game, is released more information about it, and it's set for release mm-hmm. in North America this week.
1: Okay, yeah. So there's
3: a preview of the rule book and talking about the settings.
1: Oh, it so got spaceships on the cover. And the
3: factions. Things
1: with spaceships on the cover. I can't buy things. I can't not buy things that have spaceships on the cover.
2: It's impossible.
3: Well, it's next week. You can you can buy it. I love
2: spaceships. They're my favourite I- thing. I have to say I can it looks like I could buy Embers of the Imperium right now. Oh, it's a supplement for the Genesis role playing game. Exactly. Uh,
1: Genesis yeah, so Genesis is the universal um system
2: from Yeah. It used to be Star Wars. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. what they called it. Yeah, it's decoupled from Star Wars, yeah, it's the system. Yes, who who are the people who just make who used all the tokens it was... in the world? Fantasy Flight? fantasy flight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so but it's now Edge, Edge Studios have taken on all their role playing stuff. Yeah, this, this is Edge Studio. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the hardcover has been available in
3: some parts of Europe for for a couple of weeks, and the but the hardcovers in North America, which is the big launch this mm. week, and a PDF uh, release is coming shortly. So well, I think
1: Twilight Imperium looks like the sort of board game that I would like. What else have we got in the news? Have we got anything else in the that, news? I've got a bit. I got a Kickstarter. I saw. I,
2: I got a knock knock joke.
1: Oh, I know where you're going with this. I I can't believe I forgot about that. Yes, let's go. Let's do
2: it. Okay, knock, knock. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Who is there, Peter? Well, (laughs) if you're a hapless YouTuber who's got sent the wrong box of cards, it's the Pinkertons! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're laughing, but it's like, wow. This is kind of almost cartoonish in its...
1: I mean, uh, it's... What did you like, say? you a
2: pantomime villain-esque.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah,
4: yeah,
2: why it's, you look at it, it's like you
1: don't know what we're talking about.
3: I do know what you're talking about, yes. Yeah. I do. I right, just. Why yeah. don't
1: we, first of all, explain yeah. for those who don't know... Yeah.
3: What's happened? Who and
1: what are the Pinkertons?
2: Uh, shall I have a cracker? Give it a try. Like, yeah, you know, I I, it's not my history. I don't know who huge amount Yeah, I'm not an, an expert it. either, no. But... Essentially, they started off as a sort of a Wild West era yeah, sort of private 1800s. detective agency who were not nice people on the scale of the shooting people seemed like a good idea on the regular. They were very famous for breaking, u- busting unions, bombs, machine guns by Americans against American citizens and largely getting away with it. Right. Yeah. So yeah.
3: technically, they're a private security and investigation company.
2: At
1: one point, they were the largest private law enforcement organization in the world. I'm reading wow. Wikipedia here now, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not plucking this Good. stuff for my own personal. Channel yeah, so on that's, it.
3: <laughs> that's who they are, and yeah. has Hasbro. So,
1: so why are they relevant? But 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 a lot. But the kind of like the the main thing is kind of like they were sort of like union busting, and yeah. they. Sort of, and just, of, just being and industrial people. And industrial yeah. espionage. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of that throughout the 20th century.
2: Yeah. G- g- Gilded Age awful people that have survived to this day like the worst sort of dinosaur. Um, mm. If you played Red Dead Redemption 2, they're the bad guys. For a reason. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sure, so that's who the Pinkertons are. Yeah, now, so why
1: are we talking about that in the concept of uh, tabletop gaming? One might oh, wonder. Why? Yeah. I mean, no. is it because of the wonderful new PR
3: strategies of Hasbro? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. what what yeah. happened? Tell us what happened. Yeah. Well, to my understanding, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know lots about it. The uh, Cadiga has looked into it, and um, so oh yeah, they put
3: an article has about yeah.
2: pin- Pinkertons are involved. um My understanding is a YouTuber we just have confirmed it
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like Okay. So somebody bought some cards online uh from Magic the Gathering trader. cards. Yeah. yeah, Magic the Gathering cards. They uh, okay. bought it from like some some guy who sells Yu-Gi-Oh and other cards mostly. Sure. Who sent them the wrong box because they'd got like a because there's like a special set March of Madness or something. March of the Machines. Yeah. Aftermath. Okay. Which is a special collector's edition and there's March of the Machines, the regular stuff. And it's like all oh, says March of the Machines to me, mate, and sent out yeah. early. So, the yeah, so that had a street cards.
1: date. That is like a month yeah. still a month away. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So and. Uh, the YouTuber's like, oh, exciting. I've been sent the wrong of- card. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, sweet. And and then, entirely reasonably, bearing in mind, has bought and paid for these cards, mm. right? Mm. This is all entirely legal. It is their legal property. Like, if you cannot control your operational security to prevent early release of information, that is not his problem. Mm. <laughs> he does a bunch of videos. And then Wizards says, okay, then. And sends the Pinkertons, who go and say yeah, stolen property, you better be careful with that, and just threaten them. And they have guns. They turn up at a man's house with guns. It's like, what?
1: What? Yeah. So they also spoke to uh, neighbours and things. Um, and, yeah, uh, I, I don't yeah, even know half
2: of it. I'm just, yeah. I'm still reading from the fact that they would do such a thing. Yeah. I mean. And they because, took the stuff away. The yeah. Cars yeah, away. Yeah. And he's taken all his videos down and he seems okay with it.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I think. It's hard to say, really. Yeah. And well, according to the videos, um, from what I gathered, uh, they were, they sort of intimidated him and his wife, made his wife cry. Um, Good lord. C-
4: kind of He's like, you lord. know,
1: to things like sticking totally. their foot in the door so he couldn't close the door on them and things. Um, heavy-handed fuggery. But
2: for something, which I'll remind you, he bought legally. He got yeah, something yeah, there, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But Yeah,
1: yeah. So what I mean, obviously, we weren't there, but no, um, no. yeah, um, but um, yeah, so that, that that happened and they took away mm. the cards. He did contact Wizards of the Coast afterwards, and apparently, Wizards of the Coast kind of, um, sort of like, I don't think they apologize so much, but they said they, they send him some, some compensatory products and, really? uh, and stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a thing. It's a weird, weird thing. I mean, Wizards did say that they had attempted to contact him multiple times with, no
2: success. Uh, oh And in great. the end, and so in they won't the hold of you. They'll say, "Yeah, They'll say yeah, yeah, the yeah. private security force yeah. with guns after you. Okay, yeah. well that's. I, mean, good I don't know. know how
1: true that is or how true that isn't. I'm just saying what they said. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, and we don't know how it really did play out on the doorstep there. But would you like to hear Wizard's official statement on the matter?
3: I, yes. <laughs> oh god, I could
1: do yes. with that. Laugh. <laughs> it's not long. So uh, they said, okay. Yeah. As part of an investigation into the unauthorized distribution and disclosure of embargoed product, yep. and we could talk about what an embargo is and what that means. In yeah, a sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I have thoughts on the way the industry uses embargoes, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, we repeatedly attempted to contact an individual who had received unreleased cards. After that outreach was unsuccessful, an investigator visited him and asked that he reach out to us as part of our investigation and return the embargoed product and packaging. He agreed to do both. Uh, The unreleased product will be replaced by us with the product he intended to purchase. We appreciate the individual's cooperation and the investigation is ongoing. I mean, it's just like, look, it happened, Wizards, just leave it, just accept this guy got the cards early and move on, it happened. It's not, it doesn't need a bloody private investigator, whether they're a Pinkerton or not. Just. It happened. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's you know. just,
2: oh, they just, 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 just don't. Just, just leave it, man. Yeah. Just leave it. It's not worth it. It literally is not worth it.
4: Yeah. We would
2: never have heard about it.
4: Yeah. Like, and we that, wouldn't be
2: we, talking about
1: it Yeah, I think should we they be talking about that. They should be talking yeah. to the store and say, You've mistakenly Absolutely. done this. Could you please not do that again?
3: Or, you know? yeah. So they
1: should sort have of contacted the store and said, Look, you've made a mistake. You've sent out the wrong
2: product. This is, yeah. we embargo this stuff for a reason.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, but. Well, you should explain what an embargo is in case there's someone listening doesn't want to. So, know an, what so does, an embargo
1: yeah. is, you can either have it with products or you can have it with news yeah. releases or in, you can have it with information stuff. Yeah. In, in my, my line of business, it tends to be with press releases, which mm-hmm. yeah, are embargoed yeah. or information. But yeah. you can have it with. Well, street dates for products and stuff like that. Yeah. So it ensures the uh, a, a store can have the stock early ready for yeah. the street date, but they're not allowed to sell it before the street date. Or it ensures that like a news outlet can have the information ready and prepare articles ready yeah. for the date that the information is set to go live rather than having to scramble to do it on the day. So that's kind of the purpose of an embargo. Yeah. So an embargo is not really legally binding. It's a, it's a yeah. polite request which you agree to
2: and it's not even the first time within the past couple of years that mm. they've had it broken amazon and wizards i don't know why they're still i can i know why they're still talking to each other but it's like every time they bring out a new wizards book it goes straight onto the amazon to has like a sort of a free release and then it's like oh no we need to take you back yeah i was like every yeah. time to the point where we're like are you are you doing it deliberately yeah. like
3: if, so how in, is in, fairness, in fairness, Amazon is, is an awful platform to use to try and put products on. I'm currently hitting my head against the wall trying to do it for like love. So I understand <laughs> that they probably intended for it not to happen, and it just, like, I yeah. completely understand that happening. But again, like, if you're yeah, a Hasbro,
1: you've no. got a little, you, you probably, probably got, got a lot got more, more clout and person. able to talk to people directly by just by yeah. picking up the phone, which we could, couldn't do. I, uh, no, I uh, no, cannot. It's Amazon. I would, yeah. No, you cannot. <laughs> But yeah. anyway, um, so an embargo is generally, it's used to control the marketing or to yeah. coordinate marketing and make sure yeah. that things yeah. have the biggest impact or the correct impact or whatever. So yeah. anyway, so that's what an embargo is for. And generally, they're not, you know, you're not breaking the law by by breaking an embargo. Right? You might be breaking yeah. an agreement or a contract, yeah. but you know, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not, you know, they're not. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think we. uh That's may have all
3: come the RPG almost. news I have. I
1: got, I got one. I got one little quick star. All right. To okay.
3: Just because I thought it was quite funny. Okay. Because it's
1: called. It's called. Why slay dragons when you could be fishing? Is what it's called. I'm listening. I am listening.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: So, so it's a D and D five e book. Mm-hmm. There's over 200 pages long with Good over proof. 100 fish you can catch. <laughs> And a 5e fishing crafting system. I'm
3: not going to lie. I've got quite interesting... So you can inter- catch,
1: harvest, and craft. <laughs> you get to know about the smell and texture of the guts and shaved scales. I, I, I don't know what else to say about this. It's like a 200-page book about fishing for D&D 5e. And I just think it's a really awesome idea. Just because it's... I don't know. It's just it's made me giggle. I like it. A comprehensive guide I, to fishing like for your TTRPG well. world.
3: I think that's I mean, great it's made, also. It,
1: I mean it's doing way better than our <laughs> our our gun Kickstarter. It's done eighty one yeah. grand so far with two weeks to go. I mean it's
3: Yeah. It's
4: doing really well. Uh, I mean really well.
3: Uh,
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry my friends, but like adventure paths come and go, but a book all about how to do fishing in five E D and D, that's that's something different. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well also it's got some new gameplay mechanics in it and it's also got expanding successes and failures on checks and alternate advantage disadvantage rules. It's just slipping in there, which I think is quite interesting.
4: Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sounds interesting. There's a fighter subclass called the Battle Angler. I don't even know what a Battle Angler is.
3: I've got quite into Stardew Valley recently. And so <laughs> this, like, appeals to that side of it for me. And I wonder, mm. and some of the aesthetic of the way they've drawn the Kickstarter page has that kind of cozy game. Some cartoony
1: art, so, isn't it? Yeah. yeah
3: um, so I mad- maybe this is hitting port. that. Uh, that, you know, audience of people that play D&D and also like cosy games, which I am now mm. part of.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: If mm. Stardew Valley I a mean, role-playing I mean, honestly, game, I could talk about that for hours with you, but this is not the time or place.
2: It's it's a thing when people are having a good time and life mm. is the good, mm. then playing in a cyberpunk dystopia is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Currently, it's like, no, thank you. No dystopia. Too much dystopia in real life. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go somewhere mm. where things are nice and lovely. Let's mm.
3: catch some nice fish. Tell you what, yeah. it's not cheap.
1: It's not cheap, though. What's not? So it's a two hundred yeah. page book. Okay. Uh, the PDF is thirty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, we'll sell what? we'll sell a four hundred and fifty page PDF for twenty. Yeah. This is yeah. a two hundred page PDF for thirty dollars. Um, you can get I mean, hardcover for fifty, but shipping's not included. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. not. It's not cheap as as D and D books. Guy. This
3: is their first. Yeah, I, project, I mean, so. is it
2: is it not cheap or is this more? No, realistic realistic. Certainly, considering more prices. Certainly more, considering more than we charge for. Yeah.
1: It's, like, it's like twice the rate we charge for content.
2: But again, is it like are are they basically just paying people what you need to be paying people? Even allowing for like I inflation don't, and so forth. I don't know,
1: Peter. I don't know what they're paying people. No, I can't no,
2: answer no. that question. No, um, fair enough. I, I, I'm just wondering. I just 30
1: dollars like for two hundred page PDF does make it does, it does it make me hesitate. It does.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like it. I like the idea. I can I want this book. I do. I, I like the look of it. Well,
3: then pay
2: thirty um, dollars. You, you might. You might as well spend spend fifty and get the hardback. Exactly. Well, at that stage, yeah. I wonder yeah, if that's yeah, the as marketing
3: well. strategy. Oh, mm. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you? I wonder, Do you get the PDF with the hardcover? It doesn't say. I mean, I'm going to
3: no take a sixty
1: dollars if you want the hardcover and the PDF. You've got Ooh. to still pay an extra ten. No, I'm not backing this. Ooh, that that, that, that is problem. a bit, was-
2: bit rich for my blood. It's, it's just starting to start mm. to bug me now. There
3: were some early yeah. day one early things.
4: Yeah,
2: no, I, I I'm like if I if can't, I'm can't buying if I'm buying the thing, I, I want the PDF as well. That's, that's yeah, a good way to do business. Like nice. I, I, I like I I do like it.
1: I like it. I like mm-hmm. the I don't like the way it's priced. Yeah, don't I?
2: The pricing is vexing. Like, Fishing I Fishing based subclasses. Like, I can understand why it would cost so much because of the massive amount of art they're going to have to make.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, cause I'm, I'm, I don't know. I suspect if you look at it, they have the right number of fingers. It's not AI art. Mm. <laughs> and like, you know, you're, you're doing D&D fantasy angling. This mm. book is, everything is going to have to be commissioned from scratch. You know? Mm. And it, if it's like in a nice cartoon style as opposed to like just scribbles, that that costs that costs yeah. money yeah uh is expensive right I wanted to call so, it
1: out anyway and if, yeah, if the pricing does good. work for you go for yeah. it um I, I like it i like the look of it i just uh, it's too
3: it's a really nice to a put, put together kickstarter page but as well yeah
1: it is, it is it is i'm not trying to knock it at all i'm just saying for, for me that's, it just costs a bit too much but yeah, I, like, I i, I, th- like I think
2: it's i think it's a valuable addition yeah. to the genre yeah, it's not—it's not my personal style. Like, I don't think I'd want to do that. But, yeah, but the thing is, like, I'm thinking I, I like the idea. It's I'm good. thinking
1: where you go from that. So you start with mm. fishing, but we're yeah. talking basically harvesting and crafting systems here. So yeah, yeah. You, you can build on that for other things. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which sounds kind of cool. I might have wanted to support sub subclasses based around them, like the, the battle angler. That might be, might be fun. I don't know. Who knows? Fish yeah. hooks can yeah. be lethal. Yeah. 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 But still, anyway, with that, have we gotten to the end of what we like to call the news? Uh,
3: Yes, and also the end of what is known as the news.
1: Interesting. By some.
3: Well, most.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's been ten years since Sparrows and Bear Owls Thirteenth edition was released. Oh yeah, and it has been the most popular edition yet.
3: It, it was a much-needed reboot of the game. You know, and we tapped into cultural geeks like guys perfectly.
2: But you know, looking back over the last decade, I think there are things we could have done differently. Oh, well, hindsight is twenty-twenty, and all that. Uh, you know, we did a great job. We should be proud of it. Oh, we are proud of it. But I wonder if it's time to make a few changes. A few changes?
3: What do you mean? A new edition?
2: No, no, no. Goodness, that would be a terrible idea. No, I'm just thinking about a sort of... mm, Update.
1: Oh, what, you mean like an errata document? Uh,
2: Don't we already do that?
3: Or a new rules options book, you know, with alternative mechanics for stuff.
2: I was thinking more like a set of core rule books people could
0: buy. Um... How
1: is
2: that not a new edition? Oh, no, no, it won't be a new edition. No, it will still be Barrows and Bear Owls 13th edition.
3: Just with a few changes. Yeah, how many changes? Well,
2: I mean, it seems only reasonable that we could incorporate all of the errata from the last 10 years.
3: Yeah, that that seems reasonable. Uh, you know, I think we, we could actually redesign the classes too.
2: mm mm-hmm. mm uh, yes, they do need some changes.
3: Oh, and also redoing, you know, how the heritages work.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's been needed for such a long time. Yes, yes, I like it. Uh, new classes, new heritages.
3: And, um, you know, what about if we, like, restructured the spell system?
2: Yes. Oh, I like the way 12th
1: edition did it with its, like, um, elemental groupings. That was elegant, I agree. Okay,
3: let's do that. Oh, and you know, people do complain about the monsters a lot.
1: Yeah, we should redesign a bunch of them. Let's get completely new art while we're at
3: oh, it. These, these new books are going to look so lush.
1: Oh, there's also the weapons. What about the weapons?
3: Oh, you know how people say they're not different enough from each other? Oh, I, I've had this idea. So it's a new weapons manoeuvre system. So, you know, each weapon can do like a special thing.
2: A special thing?
3: Yeah, like, you know, behead or disembowel or explode.
2: Oh, that sounds awesome. So what do we have so far? New heritages... New classes, we magic monster overhaul, weapon maneuvers.
3: How great does this sound?
2: Yeah, how is this not B&B Fourteenth Edition?
3: No, no, it's not. No, 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 no. no.
1: It's a bunch of replacement b- new books
2: with different rules.
3: Okay, they're not. They're not different rules. They're just um, updated rules.
2: Yes, precisely. It's still the same game, just with evolved mechanics. I mean. When we went from
1: B&B 9 to B&B 9.5, was that an
2: update or was that a new edition? Oh, that was a new edition. We did new editions back then.
3: You know, now we're just changing, you know, the current edition.
2: So we never need to release a new edition again. Well, OK, so if this isn't a new edition, what is it?
3: Uh We'll call it, um oh, an anniversary revision. Hmm?
2: Hmm, where vision almost rhymes with addition. How about Barrows and Bear Owls Evolved?
3: Uh, you know, Dark Runners already did that last year with Dark Runner Evolved, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people releasing not new editions recently. And a lot of our competitors are releasing, like, alternate versions of our cool rule set, too.
3: Oh, yeah, Myths of the Gallant looks really good.
2: Yes, well, anyway, what are we going to call our new, um, books? B&B Remastered?
3: Yeah, TrailSeeker 6E is releasing Trailseeker Remastered in the fall already, so.
2: Oh, damn it. Okay. How does Amended sit with you guys?
1: Oh no no. White Sales9E is doing an amended version.
3: Uh refurbished.
2: Space Frontiers are doing that, sadly. They've released 192 versions of their game without ever using the word edition.
1: <laughs> Impressive. That's the sort of innovation we need around here.
3: Okay, so like, uh, you know, renewed, renovated, refreshed, Im- improved?
2: Mm, all being used this year by our competitors. Wow, this is not easy.
3: Uh, okay, but how, how about enhanced?
2: Mm, not bad, not bad. Barrows and Bearwells, enhanced edition. Oh no, no, remember, don't say edition Yeah,
3: yeah, never say edition
2: White white, B&B enhanced, keep it simple It does still sound a bit edition-y though
3: Yeah, it it is like it has an unspoken edition in there, you know An
2: unspoken edition? What are you, what about? Well, you know, like a silent letter Oh, come on, we can't be worried about people adding entire words that aren't there
3: Um, have you never met people?
2: We need something without a silent edition in it. This is ridiculous. There is no silent edition.
3: Oh, I assure you that there is. Now then, oh, I, I I've got it.
2: Okay,
1: okay, go on.
3: Barrows and bear owls exploded.
2: <sighs> Moving on.
3: Oh, what you you don't like it? So we could we could put like a giant you know fireball on the cover.
2: Look, nobody will take. B&B exploded, seriously. Yeah,
1: if everybody else is using Evolved and Remastered and up,
3: what if we just... Just what? Just call
1: it 15th edition.
3: I like it. Oh, it's, it's innovative. Yeah,
1: nobody will see it coming. It's the last thing they'll expect.
3: So we'll stand out in the crowd amidst a sea of synonyms.
1: Boldly going where no one has gone before. Uh, except for us 14 times. Except us 14
2: times.
3: And, you know, everybody else.
2: Well, yes, yes, and everybody else. But apart from us and everybody else. So, it's settled. We're going to announce Barrows and Barrow's 15th edition at the B&B Annual Picnic. I'm so proud to be working with you guys on the cutting edge of game branding.
3: I mean, breaking new ground.
2: <laughs> Innovating. State of the art.
3: Truly avant-garde.
2: I'd go so far
1: as to say... Revolutionary. Twelve-blade.
3: Ten-setting.
0: Malak the Maleficent here. If, like me, you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing on Patreon for exclusive bonus content every week and the warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing you are helping to keep the show going. Subscribe at patreon.com slash Morris. There, I said it. Can you stop staring at me like that now? The things I do. All right, all right. Don't forget, patreon.com slash Morris. Can I go now?
3: Are we here and we're ready to talk about... The 15th edition of Burrows and Barrels. <laughs> yes.
1: Woo! Okay. Exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So what we are talking about is the fifth playtest document dropped by Wizards of the Coast for 1D&D Exploded Revised Updated. Yeah. As it is correctly known. And this is a big old playtest document. It's 50 pages long. It's got five classes in it. It's got the new weapon mastery system. It's got some spells. It's got some feats. It's got a load of stuff. It's a big one. So, True. where are we going to start? Let's start with... Should we go with the weapon mastery system to start with?
4: Yes. And I
1: say that because it's the first thing in the PDF. <laughs> so, it seems logical to go through it in order.
3: Yeah. And as we are just saying with told. weapons, I know a lot of people ball, 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 ball enjoy... Troops, yeah choosing their weapon is it's an important part of their character and their kind of play decisions as well. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. As yeah, yeah. How, I say, I'm actually quite a bit of a murder cutlery enthusiastic. Mm. Enthusiastic? Enthusiastic. <laughs> because I enjoy playing I enjoy playing martial characters. Mm-hmm. It's fun mm-hmm. for me. Like, you know, being able to move my body around and doing interesting yeah. things with it. It's yeah.
3: fun. What they've done in the playtest packet is do a nice little summary at the top of the big changes, which yeah. is nice. They
1: do that repeatedly throughout the packet as well. So when you get to yeah. sort of like the barbarian class, it will say these are the changes that have been made. Or the warlock, these are the changes. So that's quite useful.
3: Okay. So to go, should we should I go, should we go through them? Like what are we doing?
1: Yeah. Well, let's start with um, let's start with the old uh, weapon mastery system then, because that's the first thing on there. Mm-hmm. So um, we did mention this before as well, because it kind of got leaked like a week or two ago, didn't it?
2: Oh, people were talking about it and very excited. Yeah, Mm
1: yeah, yeah. So, what the weapon mastery system is is it's basically a new property the weapons have. Yeah. So you know what weapons already have light, finesse, two-handed, all that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff. It's a new type of property. It's in a in a separate column on the table. Secret property,
2: though. Yeah. Well, you only unlock it if
1: you you have have.
2: weapon mastery. You have
1: to unlock it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So each weapon has one. Every weapon has one, and there's um, there's a. A list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. Nine yeah. properties. Mm-hmm. Each weapon has one of these properties, yeah. and each of these properties is something that you can do with that weapon that you wouldn't normally be able to do.
3: Like an explosion.
1: It, almost like an explosion, guess, but not
2: no. an actual explosion. <laughs> <Yet>. <laughs> no. The head yeah. does well, not appear. As they for say, some this is a playtest
3: document, so if enough people feedback on that, it could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So, as an example, the club has slow as its mastery property, or the, uh, dart has vex, or the battle axe has topple. So, that's kind of how it works. Each one has one mastery property.
3: Okay.
1: Um, and it's listed on the weapons table, just along with like damage and range and weight and all that sort of stuff that you get on the, on the standard weapons table. It's got a new column, mastery, and it will tell you what the, uh, what the mastery property of that weapon is.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> so, there's nine of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, not but, all properties are created equal, though. I will yeah. say. Okay, let's have a look at look at them. Show
1: we, then. So we got yeah, number yeah. one is cleave. Yeah. So this is so melee weapons
2: with the heavy property have cleave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not quite true. A weapon to have cleave, a melee weapon must have the heavy. Yeah, weapon. it's a prerequisite. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. that's not quite the same thing, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there's a lot of people getting very excited. I like. You need to. Take those expectations and that news, and just ram those expectations right down. Mm. You're not going to have a, this. Is not what you think it is.
1: I I like this conceptually. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I like the actual implementation that much, but I like yeah. it conceptually. The idea of each weapon having a special, an individual thing it can do. Mm. D- d- that is cool. I like that. Yes. So, but I, I kind of feel like these ones are a little. I don't know. Let's go through them. Yeah, so the first cool. one is clean. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's my favourite one of them.
2: It's definitely one of the strongest, but yeah. Please continue. Yeah.
1: So uh, this one, so yeah, if you hit someone with a melee attack, mm-hmm. you get to make a second attack against uh, something nearby within five feet. Yeah. Uh, the damage is slightly less on the on the second attack, but basically that's what it is. You make an extra attack. Yeah. If you hit
2: someone, you can do it once per turn. It's basically almost like uh, offhand fighting, but for heavy weapons.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was so, a feat in 3.5, in three, in 3.5. You had the cleave uh, feat, and you could do that. Yes,
2: yes. And this this is not cleave. This is not great cleave. This is, you can hit a maximum of two creatures, I'm going to say per attack. Mm, well, so per- it does get, and that's the problem with a lot of this, it mm-hmm. gets better when you have more attacks. and that You can only re- use it once per turn. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um Great.
3: <laughs> You're like, it gets better when you think you can't do. Oh, okay. Then not good. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's I mean, that,
2: yeah. that is a common thing, like uh yeah. sweeping strikes in... Cleaving, sh- sweeping strikes uh, from the Adamant Mountain in Advanced mm. Fifth Edition consumes your reaction as well. Mm. Which someone was very keen to point out to me as like, oh, well, yeah, it's just worse. So it's like, yeah, yeah. there's uh, 195 potential manoeuvres in Advanced Fifth Edition. I think I prefer that over 9.
1: Yeah, I mean, Advanced Edition is... <laughs> yes, as, uh, as Jess shows off the, uh, combat maneuver cards. Yeah. Advanced Fist mm. Edition is, you know, the, the one, the One D&D mm. stuff yeah. is, it doesn't go as far as Advanced Fist Edition does with no. any of the things. It's, it's a, right. it's yeah, a
3: different yeah. thing. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, they're
1: doing something
2: different. It's yeah. a different
1: place on the scale spectrum of complexity. Yeah. Oh, complexity yeah. is the wrong word. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Different audience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, generally speaking, I, I, mm. I feel like One D&D That's really interesting. So 1D and D is generally streamlined stuff, but in this case, it's added something. Yes. And I've seen people, someone on my site posted a thread, 1D and D is way too complex. And someone else was posted another, another thread was like, 1D and D is way too simplified. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) that is the, the public. Yes. And it's like, if I was Mr. the Coast, I'd be like, you know, <laughs>
2: I, I, I mean, how can it be too complex or too simplified at the same time? Well, <laughs> if you're trying to be all things to all men, yeah, yeah, yeah if so if you want, if, stuff
1: goes yeah. to that territory. If you want, the, if you're doing the big tent approach, which is what D and D does, that's, yeah. that's going to happen. That's gonna you try happen. and yeah.
3: save everyone, you'll lose them all. Well, I think their
1: goal is okay. make eighty percent of people reasonably happy. Is kind of their goal, yeah. okay? Rather than one hundred percent of people ecstatic.
3: Yeah, you you'll you'll never make everyone happy. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: you will if you make a small niche product, and the only people that buy it are the people that are really into. It. If you're a really small company, We've that can. We've had
3: a complaint about giving away free stuff before, so.
1: We have had a complaint that we gave out <laughs> so free stuff the wrong way.
3: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Proof. You will never make everybody happy. Just get I that idea out of your head. I put
1: free stuff on your website because it's another place I have to check now.
2: Sad times. Sad
3: times. Um,
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> literally uh, that was the complaint
1: feed. literally that was the complaint yeah, yeah. i was like perhaps yeah. I, I don't okay. know how to please people now
3: that's what i mean so the, the <laughs> idea that you can please everybody is just so wrong yeah. um
2: yeah.
4: yeah
3: but anyway
2: yeah. Oh, so, so that that was cleave that's yeah. it's okay it's like offhand wet fighting in that you get to roll your weapons damage dice an extra time per turn mm. um assuming you hit so yeah you don't have to you don't have to hit the, you don't have to do damage to the creature, technically, although you would normally if you hit it. Mm-hmm. So you could make an, an attack roll, but you don't get your, your bonus, your ability bonus to do damage. Um, certainly I would wonder whether they're keeping Great Weapon Master in the game, because whilst it says you do not add your ability modifier to the damage, unless that modifier is negative, that does leave space for well, barbarians using Reckless Attack and taking that penalty to do but, but we run what you have just
1: said you runs into a problem that they're going to have yeah you see, because they have said that everything is back compatible and you can use everything mm-hmm. in the past so they can't take great weapon master out of the game and make, and that be true so great weapon master still has to be in the game because those earlier books are still valid apparently
3: well it's not a new edition
1: <laughs> it's not a new like, edition it's an exploded edition
3: <laughs> but like
2: like 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 uh, the uh, antagonist from the ring film well, actually, mm. feats are are not part of the core rule set. They are an option. Mm. Um, you do not have to have feats in your game. <laughs> yeah. Do people, do that? Do people
3: the, not have any feats in the game?
2: The first yeah. the, first, the, the first game of d and of I ran, it said feats were optional. I was like, oh, I'll probably take them out then. Looking back, I can see that I probably should have had them in there. Huh. But at the time, it was basically, I didn't want to have feats in the game because I had a wild bunch of never played any role-playing games before, and mm-hmm. extremely seasoned, multi-year, mm. multi-system, multi-edition veterans. I mm. uh, just didn't want the people who'd never played before mm. to feel, oh, well, I didn't make a good choice Yeah, six months ago. Yeah, Now I feel terrible. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Like the first
2: time you yeah. so played Katam. So, so yeah, I mean, technically, I suppose you could ban the fee. Um <laughs> I mean, but again, it's like they're taking Cleave. You're invalidating your player's agency if you don't then say... Yeah, I mean, basically, if you're taking Cleave, mm-hmm. you want to be able to say, yeah, I hit that guy, explodes. Hit that other guy, explodes. I'm okay with that, but I can see that that could also... Mm. That doesn't seem like what they intended it to do, but I don't see how else you'd play it. I don't know. Also, Whatever.
3: it feels unfair to say to a GM you'd have to say you can't use a specific feat, because what if you're like a new GM? And I'm, yeah. I think... The idea of 1D&D is that to bring in new people to the, to the hobby. Yeah. So there will be people that are GMing for the first time. You're not going to specifically know that niche feat that could be used for that. To know in advance, say, hey, yeah. guys, when you're making your characters, don't do this. You're not, you're not going to yeah. know that. Like, so, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, all... so,
2: like I say, Cleave, Cleave is good. We're just it's speculating not... here, though, aren't we? We don't know yeah. what they're going to do with that feat. So, Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, at the same time, it, it goes far. It's an improvement, but it doesn't go far enough at the same time. Because hmm. I want to, if I take cleave, I want to be able to hit a whole bunch of people. Um, can cleave through more than once a time, just because the wizards like oh, I got. There hardball. is no
1: way there won't Caboom. be feats which build on the weapon mastery properties. Guarantee it. Um, so maybe some of the feats will be re, you know, sort of rejiggered a little bit mm. and re-, re, re,
2: to incorporate the mastery properties. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Uh, you know what? Maybe
2: they will use feat chains.
3: Th- uh, who knows? Bring them back oh. from further. That'd be interesting. But yeah. the one I like. But anyway, that
2: was that one was clean. The one yeah. that
3: stands out to me is the sap. If you hit a creature with a yes. weapon, the creature has disadvantages on next attack roll before the start of your next turn. Because mm-hmm. I just, I yes. love playing a little rogue. That's just mm-hmm. a sneaky little guy running around mm-hmm. doing stuff, and I love the idea <laughs> of just like quickly going and going da, and like not necessarily doing a load of damage, mm-hmm. especially if it's a light uh, weapon, so you could do that as like yeah, your yeah. bonus. But just mm-hmm. just to. Be tactical them, and make yeah. it easy for everyone else, and because yeah. that's the kind of character I like to play. So I just I think yeah. that stands out to me
4: because
3: mm. a five E rogue is. Well, is I, what I, I, like I have to, to play.
2: say, SAP SAP is actually one of my picks for top three most powerful properties. So excellent eye, mm. um, just because it gives you some battlefield control. Mm. That's yes, um, passing out dis- disadvantage uh, left, right, and center. That's basically like a cantrip. Power. What a sap? Let's have a look at the list. I want to see what has um, sap. The mace and the flail. The mace and the flail. Okay, so
4: blushing
3: weapons.
1: Yeah. Do, the mace and the flail. Is there not a
3: little dagger with the sap? No, no apparently that's... not. Oh, then care. I hate it. What's the point?
4: <laughs> yeah. I just want that. that. I just want
3: to be a little rogue and just run in and be like, bah, and stab. Um, yep. Be and a little down. goblin rogue, yep. rogue and be like, and just like mm. little cut the well, ankle.
1: You could ankle. use you you could could strength, maybe. How about vex, um, Jess? So if right, you hit so a, creature with a creature, you have advantage on your next
2: attack roll against that creature.
3: No, I don't no? want to. Okay. I just want uh, to be well, the sneaky
2: rogues. Don't get multiple attacks.
3: So, what? Sorry, yeah. But in terms of these rules, if you had a light weapon, then you mm. could. Yeah, I was thinking light weapon with sap. Give me a little dagger that doesn't do a lot of damage, but it's just there mm. for that ability. And Mm-mm-mm. that's my main. I'm. I didn't realise a little um, a little dagger. What is just a little stick. No. Like I don't. What about it...
1: slow? You can you can hit someone with a dagger and, and slow. take ten wow. feet off it. No,
3: sorry, I'm going to be grumpy yeah. about this. Please carry on talking about the rest of them because
1: I'm mad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, no, slow
2: dagger with sap. There's
1: no slowish. What has Nick? Yeah. What does yeah. Nick do? She's...
3: What does he do?
2: Oh, crummy. <laughs> when you Nicholas, make... what does Nicholas do? Yeah, <laughs> Nickelodeon, <to give> him <laughs> the proper name. Um, when you make the extra attack of the light property, you can make it as part of the attack action, instead of as a bonus action. Ah, okay.
4: So you, you don't have to spend a
2: bonus action to
3: And you can still make an extra attack. attack. So yeah. you get three attacks instead of
2: Well when you make the extra attack as part of so- the light property. So the light
1: property's ah. been re, re- rewritten yeah. over here. So you take a attack option on your turn yeah. and you attack yeah. with a light weapon, mm-hmm. you get to make an extra attack as a bonus action. Yeah. Okay? Well that's always uh-
2: been the case. You just okay. don't add your ability modifier to it.
1: Yeah. Yes. But now so- you don't have to use a bonus action, you can it's part of the original action okay so, you so first, I, I'll, yeah. I'll,
2: tell you, I'll tell you i'll tell you what they're doing here is is specifically for the dagger it's mm-hmm. because what they're trying to do is they're trying to make sure that rogues mm-hmm. do rogues get weapon mastery
1: i don't know yet because the rogue uh, play test was before just, they invented the weapon mastery
2: rules yeah yeah so probably though i would think probably yeah, yeah. so we'll say for the sake of the argument that rogues get a limited set of weapon masteries maybe mm. they can only have access to nick or something and that means that a close combat rogue Is something you can use Mm. because uh, rogues need to have their sneak attack damage or you're not Mm. having fun being a rogue. Yeah.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah. So, you know how I would have
3: fun being a rogue, Peter, Mm. if I was allowed to use (laughs) sap.
1: Hey, I, well, I, I, is, I have so no problem is, with this. There is a fighter ability, and there's no reason to think necessarily the rogues might not get something similar where you can
2: actually use... It's a level seven fighter ability. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true, actually.
1: Where you can actually yeah. use other properties. Yeah, other, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're probably right. It's not going to be... A... Oh,
3: sorry, <laughs> I've been sulking about the fact that I can't do what I want with Sap. Let's move on, yeah. because I think right, I've made okay. that so, point and everyone else has heard me.
1: You. So what we got? So we got Cleave, we got Flex... Yeah. um basically means you can do versatile damage even if you're using a weapon
2: one-handed oh i don't I, I think basically what's happened here is there is like a whole bunch of people who are really fond of like those like 300 and all those films with greek warriors and they're like mm-hmm. look spears should do more damage and it's like sure mm-hmm. so spears now have spears you can yeah. use with polearm master spears you now get an upgraded damage dice Mm. Mm-hmm. What was that? So, was that was that spears? Was that yeah, trident? yeah, spear, yeah, spears. longsword, handaxe, uh, rapier, war pick, and war hammer. It looks like yeah, quick glance. Yeah, get flashed. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm mostly fine with it. I guess it's just like people just really try and push spear to yeah do stuff. Okay, okay, they do. Sure. They wow. do look cool. I like I like spears.
3: Yeah, I I, 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 I would like
2: spears to be better. Yeah. Well, you've got got your wish. Spears are getting another upgrade.
1: (laughs) Mm. Well, Graze, damage on a miss. You miss, you still do damage equal to your ability modifier.
2: Yeah, and what's that translate to? Like,
1: plus three? Yeah, something like that. But damage on a miss was like a 4e thing, which was one of those things that that caused so many internet arguments. It was one of those touchpoint argument things. Mm -hmm. People hated it. Like, I, on my site... I actually had to create an entire sub forum mm. just to keep all the damage on a miss threads in of people arguing over and over and over again <laughs> about whether or not yeah. that should be a thing. And there were people who were like, I missed, I shouldn't be able to damage. Um, they like really yeah. into the sort of simulationist side of it and they hated the idea that you can miss and damage. And the other people bad. just thought it was cool and heroic and, you know, I'm a fighter, so I should always do you know, and it was, also it just bad. got, yeah. But the arguments just got so heated over that that I had
2: to sequester
3: on, them away. On the internet, Russ? Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. I, I mean, I I personally would rate that as, like, all the way down at the bottom. Not because I don't like Damage and a Miss. I enjoy 13th Age. I think Damage and a Miss is quite good. I'm mm. happy to house it into my games. I haven't so far, but I really don't mind that much. But yeah. I will say that Graze is a property of Glaives and Greatswords, and, and that's it just it, makes yeah. them a bit rubbish, really. It's like you've got a property in and you're putting it on these two weapons. like, why? Why would you do such a thing? It's, oh, it's just, it's not very good. You can it,
1: make, it, well, it makes them better than they were, because it's an, an additional, additional damage. But yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not sure. as good as the other
2: things. Yeah. I am conscious
3: yeah. of time. And we yeah. are still talking about weapons. We've got spells, feats, and classes yeah, to should go we through. we shouldn't talk
2: about weapons, because these are the interesting things. Okay.
3: We've got, we've got,
4: got, we've got quite self-gestor. classes to get yeah,
3: through, yeah, I was about to say... Yeah. I don't know if we have any summary or closing thoughts on weapons before we, before we need to move on. Okay, let's uh, go
1: through what they are. So we okay. got Cleave, yep. we got flex, mm-hmm. we got graze, yep. we got nick, we got push. I mean, some of these are obvious. What they do? So
2: push knocks you back a bit. Back ten feet. Yeah. Heavy two-handed or versatile properties. Yeah. I notice it's on the heavy crossbow. Is it on heavy crossbow? No, I don't I know. lie. Yes, it's on the heavy crossbow. Yeah, which is one of the only ranged weapons to let you do such a thing. Oh, actually, quite like
4: that. Yeah, idea, yeah. that is yeah. Uh, makes sense
2: to me. We've got sap longbow. That's like okay.
3: <laughs> we, we've talked about sap, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, sap. We've got slow. Yeah, reduces the speed by ten feet. We've got topple. Yeah. Knocks them down if they fail a saving throw. They're oh, then nice. got how do they work which, out? How they
2: how the saving throw works? How does that work out? I'm really interested.
1: Uh, constitution save DC is yeah. eight plus your proficiency bonus plus the ability modifier of the attack roll.
2: Wow, that sounds super familiar. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> it's basically that's, the maneuver that's, DC. Yeah, our maneuver DC I, from yeah, well, yeah, but I
1: think that's kind of a core five E structural
2: way of talking. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but you know, it's like it's nice, yeah. nice to see that they've recognised its use. Yeah. I think they just used their own rules for saving posts, Peter, which they've already. Sure, did. sure, sure. I think
3: uh, they're allowed fine. to do that. That's okay. No, yeah, <laughs> it's
2: fine. It's fine. I, I appreciate the nod. Like, you know, it's good that they're really not. Th- the th- I really don't think they looked at
3: <laughs> I don't think uh, they have looked at Never Look at for 5th Edition for
2: this. I don't think that's the case. Um, well, maybe they should. They would that's... improve something.
3: Yeah. Peter, they're two different things, and there is enough space in the industry for them both to exist, and for different people to like. And for Black things.
1: Flag, and for C seventy yeah. twenty, D <laughs> all happens. of these yes. things. There's, okay. there's
3: all the room. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's the, that's all those things. So there's like the nine odd uh, mastery no. properties, and uh, the other thing about uh, weapons. The only thing I wanted to mention was, um, and we did mention it last week or two weeks ago: musket and pistol are now in the core weapons
2: list.
4: Yeah.
3: A musket.
2: Um, they're they're loading weapons. Mm. Uh, a musket does slow for some reason. I mean, sure, why not? I don't know why I didn't do push. Longbow does slow, and again, I don't know why. Yeah, you, know, you
1: hit someone in the leg. I think is the shooting someone in the leg is kind of a a thing that people do in movies
2: and stuff, isn't it? You shoot someone yeah. in the leg to slow them. It
3: would it would but, work. But, it would but, slow but, me down if someone shot me in the leg. Probably,
2: yeah. It, it would either not slow you down, or it would completely incapacitate you. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, well, what, that's what that's that going It's
3: slower for. than what I was currently moving there if I was completely incapacitated. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> How dare you? But
2: yeah, um, no. So uh, yeah, but it's like uh, some of these feel a bit arbitrary. I don't really. Some of them do, like them. pistol with vex, for example. Yeah, yeah, I. It's like yeah, okay.
3: And the fact that, but, that have Before sap. we
2: go, there is some good news for mm. Lance enthusiasts. The lance no longer does d12 damage, but it no longer has that annoying special property where if someone was in five feet of you, you had disadvantage on your attack rolls. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So, sure. Yeah. It, uh, the, trident,
1: the trident's gone up a bit as well, I believe, hasn't it, in damage?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, they they people made trident. using tridents. They, they worked to make strident strictly better than the spear in that it does d8. For people who want to be Aquaman. Yeah,
3: okay. Uh, I'm going to
2: say, by the way, that this is a great opportunity for the wielder feat to make a com- comeback because that's a very underpowered feat and relied basically upon you having a strength character who found more than one magic weapon to hit people with. Mm-hmm. Here, if you take a trident and a, a flail, then you've got two weapons which do D8 de- burgeoning and you can sap them, mm-hmm. which I know you're keen on, Jessica, yeah. and also you can just knock them over because uh, that's always fun. Uh, and that's with a potentially thrown weapon. So, yeah, mm. good times. Whilst I agree yeah.
3: with you, Peter, I'm still annoyed that Sap is not on the dagger side, so not going to talk about
2: it. Well, maybe anymore. it will be eventually. Play, fill in
1: the playtest I will. I'll, write something. I'm gonna, I'll write something for you. Don't you worry. Okay. Yeah. And if everyone yeah. else
3: listening could as well.
1: Yeah, okay. So, Sap and Side. We then move on. So, that's the weapons. Yeah. Done. We now move on to the spell section. I don't have anything to say much about this. They so present the arcane spell list. Yeah. Uh, as you remember, spells are now either arcane, divine, or primal. Yep. And there's three spell lists. Um So there's the arcane spell list. They represent that. I think we can just skip over that pretty much. Anyway,
3: okay, What's yeah? Are there, what are the big changes then? Like in terms of
1: um, the um, only some updates. New ones. Yeah, well, there's some new spells, but two bard spells have been removed from the list: <gasps> vicious mockery and dissonant oh whispers. Oh my god! Why? Well, no, they're available for bards, but they're not on the general arcane spell list. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I yeah. misunderstood. I thought for a second it was saying Bards didn't have those two spells, and I'm like, Buzz. no, no,
1: no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. carry on. Yeah. Also, other than that, it's fairly, fairly similar, I think. I told and then you have got a bunch reactions. of new spells. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I mean, I noticed that they've got Pact Weapon and Book of Shadows are now like spells. Mm-hmm. I think for yeah. trips, technically, for mm-hmm. warlocks. Before these used to be class features or mm-hmm. invocations, so that's different.
1: Yeah, um, like, and there's also Chaos Bolt, which was in Xanathar's and our sorcerers all get it for free.
2: Oh, and they've also nerfed the exploit with Eldritch Blast, which was long overdue. Yes, it uh, was previously... only with Warlock level now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah pre- pre- previously, what would happen is you could take Eldritch, take two levels of Warlock, mm. usually Hexblade to become single attribute dependent. Take Eldritch Blast, and then as your character grew, you're like adding more and yeah. more attacks of Eldritch Blast. Now yeah. you just get the one, and I'm like, yes, that's good actually. Yeah. Um, well,
1: one other thing they've got, they've got this sort of like spell, like a f- feature, it's not like a feat chain, but they've got this create spell, memorize spell, and modify spells. Mm-hmm. And there's three of them in there. Okay. Um, which are quite interesting. And they are tied into, and scribe spell, sorry, so four of them. Right. And these are tied into wizard abilities, wizard Ooh. features in uh, the, uh, the wizard's been revised and these yeah. are locked in as features. So basically what you can do is you can. A, memorize spell means that you mm. can basically, um, cast that spell to quickly memorize a spell that you didn't already have memorized. Yeah. That's that. But the fun thing is, like, there's modify spell, which means, means you're able to actually alter a spell on the fly, which is quite interesting.
2: Oh. Um, it's you fourth can, level. That's not that's yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, still.
1: but you can change its, like, color, sound, and smell, which I always allowed people to do anyway, to be honest. But, yeah, um, why not? But also, you can change actual mechanical details like components, concentration requirement, damage type, range, targets, things like that. So you can physically sure. change the mechanics of
2: the spell. That
3: damage on the type flight. is really powerful though, because depending on who you're fighting, yeah. just yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Well, but then I mean, that they've also got that for arcane eruption, yeah. where you can choose your damage type. Oh, yeah. nice! Yeah,
3: this makes it again a fourth-level yeah. spell, but yeah, yeah.
2: But then Create Spell, which is a fifth level spell, Mm.
3: if you
1: have modified a spell in this way, you can, as a reaction, Mm. cast Create Spell Mm. to actually create a new spell, which you could then scribe as as its individual spell. So you can modify a spell using the Modify Spell spell, and then immediately do Create Spell to actually, like, permanentify,
2: make it permanent, and that's a new spell that you've made. I, I mean, sure, but this is like fifth level spell so that's like level nine minimum that
3: that doesn't feel that doesn't feel silly to have it that high though because it's like yeah you're a really powerful wizard it's good
2: it's good but i feel we're going to need to see a lot of extra support for playing in the teens because currently a lot of games go one to eight some get to 12 yeah and it is very hard to get past it unless like some people do it on the regular i have Mm. boundless respect for these people I think yeah. The start. problem
1: is because I always think well, I would quite like to do that. I'd like to start releasing adventure paths that start above level ten and end at twenty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I well, I, yeah. I know I know that Tricky. the market is so much smaller for those. Mm. Unfortunately, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to to like mm. hard to. They're a hard sell. Mm. Even though I would love that, but it's a chicken and egg
2: problem. That, that yeah yeah. I mean I mean most of the D and D stuff the official stuff, it finishes. Like, Mm. some of it goes as high as 16, and there's, like, the exceptional Mad Mage. Mm. But a lot of it, it's like, they they finish by, like, 12, 13, and then they cap out. Yeah. So the tier three is a very underserved market. There is stuff out there, and it's quite fun. Mm-hmm. I've played yeah. a bit with it, but mm-hmm. hard to get yeah. to. Yeah.
1: And right. I get what you mean when you say it's chicken and egg, because basically yeah. their their information says that most people play from, like, 1 to 12 or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Yeah. But also, that is what they write adventures for, so they kind of, yes. yeah. to a sense, make people play those things, yes. and it comes mm-hmm. a circular sort of self referential thing. But I do think that, yeah. generally speaking, people will prefer to play from low, from, like, low level and work their way up. So it will always skew
2: lower than higher. I mean... Give me a chance to play a one to twenty campaign. I got to say, I, I I won't tell you no. A lot of people don't have time for a one to twenty though. It's a long campaign. Uh, not that bad. Uh, you can do one to twelve in a year, so I reckon yeah. one to twenty if you can do weekly. That would be I, I, two I t- years I, max. I
1: tell you, I tell you what you can do, which which I yeah. think. Oh, cool, I'm thinking of it now, which would make a great way of doing an adventure path. So mm-hmm. you use milestone experience. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do twelve adventures. They're not long adventures, mm-hmm. so they're designed to be played in a session or two. Yeah, yeah. And each one is for the next level. Yeah. And you just go through them like that and then you're done in three months and you've gone from one to twenty. I think that would be awesome. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. We should
3: do that. I think that'd be pretty cool. All
2: right, I'll do that. I'll do that now. Okay. (laughs)
3: All right. right. I'll get it printed. I'll do that We should probably
2: talk we should probably finish all the playtests before we start working. Yeah, yeah. So so that's about Feats
1: is next. Feats, Feats, Feats. (laughs) Um, they're talking about these epic boon feats, which are
2: things you get at like twentieth level. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest, I haven't even read these because they're all for 20th level. And it's like...
3: Yeah. I've never got to 20th level. The highest I've well, You're literally 15th, just yeah.
1: saying you wish there was more higher play support and then they give you some 20th level stuff and you go,
2: I don't care. That's You're
3: a hard <laughs> well, person to please, yeah.
2: Peter. I, 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 <laughs> you're I a very care. hard
1: person to please.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't see these things as being incongruous. The player <laughs> option for 20th level is entirely redundant unless there is GM support to get to 20th level, fair. which, right, 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 no, yes. which is what I was yeah. complaining about. Russ was okay. going right. to go fair
3: work enough. on it, but you told him not to, so staying here to do the podcast. Oh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I suppose we'll yeah. just have to live with the shame.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing that people um, said, because these epic epic boon feats were in a previous playtest, and people complained they were a bit underwhelming. Yeah. And so they've come back with uh, feats that they think are a little more exciting. Sure. Um, based on the feedback before. Um, some of them I think are, some of them I think aren't. Like, Epic Boon of Dimensional Travel, I think is. Immediately after you take the attack action, you can teleport. Oh, that's
3: that that, that. that sounds cool. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is very nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, Epic uh, Boon of Energy Resistance, uh, you get resistance to a couple of damage types.
2: Yep.
3: Uh, um,
1: and, and you can I'm also sorry.
2: redirect damage. Yep. I, I do beg your pardon. There is a, what, there is a feat that you can get at fourth level. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Weapon master. You increase your strength for dex by one, mm. and then it unlocks the mastery property. There you go. I told you, I told you there would be one. There, there you go. go. There, there, one right there. there we so, go. So you'd be able to unlock... You still wouldn't get your sneak attack damage with this. Uh, you still wouldn't be able to get a sneak attack and sap, because neither the flail or the uh, mace are finesse weapons. So that's annoying.
4: Yeah.
1: So, but, yeah, the weapon's still got to qualify
2: for it. And that's correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, so, uh right. hey, oh, where we go. So, energy resistance, I like the, the energy redirection aspect of that. Like, someone mm-hmm. throws a fireball yeah. at you and you f- deflect it back at them or at someone else. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of Jedi stuff, isn't it? I yeah. like that one. Um, yeah. epic boon of irresistible, these, these are all 20th level stuff. Uh, irres, irresistible yeah. offense. Uh, ignore, you ignore resistance and, yeah, yeah, do extra damage uh, on a crit, basically.
4: Yeah.
1: Cool. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Epic Boon of Recovery, if you go to zero hit points, you go to one hit point instead and heal a little bit once per one last, long rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I find that a bit boring. I, sp- I don't like the sort
2: of passive ones that just, you know. Yeah.
3: yeah I like the
1: ones
2: where you do something. Well, I mean, when we're done here, we can talk a bit about some of the classes, because they, they've they've done some buffs mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I'm quite excited about some of the fighter ones. I don't know if we've yeah, got time to move in Yeah, we'll go through
1: them. We'll, do, we'll
3: yeah. do it, we'll do it.
1: Epic bonus speed, then. Very quickly, um, you can use the disengage action and uh, get and end the grapple and
2: restrain conditions and your speed increases to 30 feet. I I mean, great. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's okay, but it, this is like...
3: Yeah, none of these really excite me. The only one that I do yeah. like is the dimensional travel one, because that is... And I
1: like the energy redirection one as well. I like the think of batting a, uh, a fireball but back at somebody.
3: But the rest of them are like just... That. Yes, fine, but I'm not yeah. like epic- yeah,
2: yeah. The epic boon of speed, uh, bonus action, take the disengage action. That's like the level two rogue ability. That's cunning action.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, mean this goes back to something because I was talking when we doing grapple
2: restraint. restrain. <laughs> yes.
1: When we were doing level up, um, I was like really keen on getting the capstones for each um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. class. Right, like the twentieth level feature. And I, my my theory was, my opinion was, um, mm-hmm. and I, I I really had to push for this. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad we did it. Um, Mm -hmm. was that the capstone feature had to be A, something exciting. Mm -hmm. B, something you do, not just something you are. Mm -hmm. So you can use it and look forward to using it. Yeah. And C can be slightly overpowered because you're 20th level, your game's about to end, have some bloody fun. Yeah. So it can be a bit OP and it should, and that will make it something tempting that people are going to work towards because they want that thing at yes. 20th level. Yeah. yeah, that So that was what I kind of really, really wanted for for our yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I think these should kind of be. And I think in some cases they are, in some cases they aren't.
3: Yeah, and that's fair. Because, yeah. yeah, like you say, when you get to 20th level, how long are you going to be playing your campaign at that level? Exactly.
1: You go, yeah, the game's almost over at that you're point, to so retire. have some fun. This is, this is a bit where you have your victory lap, kind of, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Go and be
3: awesome. Or you go sacrifice yeah. yourself to save the world because you're such that, a hero. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: I, I think that is a, Common problem for people coming in from multiplayer online role playing games, mm. where they're expecting to be at le- to get to level twenty, and then that's when the game really begins. Mm.
3: Oh, okay. And
2: I gotta say, like,
3: no, I'm,
2: the people around this table are like, yeah, that's when the game finishes the, if you get there. The story is the
3: the journey is the story.
2: Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Mm. So it's, it's not
3: grinding. It would be nice.
2: I I yeah. mean I don't know how I'd deal with playing running a 20th level campaign um with level 20 characters it'd be interesting I just I don't I don't know how we deal with stuff
3: I just throw I emotional sh- and moral conundrums at them because I'm like yeah you're 20th level any enemy I put in front of you you can deal with somehow
2: yeah I bet there's a bunch of 20th level adventures out there by third parties there must be there, 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 there are be. very definitely yeah. yeah but but also Jessica what you just said is we'll get to level 20 and then you've got all these cool, cool abilities and you won't get to use them
3: no, I'd because give, using them, yeah, I would, it's, there would it's be a way Superman to use,
2: problem. Basically, there would be the
3: way to use them, but I don't think that would be the interesting part of the campaign. It's like, yeah, you have a fight, you no, get yeah. to use your cool things, we wasn't that fun. But now, what are you going to yeah. do about this trolley problem I put in front of you? Um, no. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: I mean it's fast so, Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. I, well, de- yeah. I, I guess it depends what style of game you want to have. Like, if yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But anyway,
1: mm. yeah. All right. So. Anyway, the very, the very, the last one of these is uh, Epic Boon of the Night Spirit. Um, yep. If you're in dim light or darkness, you can become invisible. And you also get resistance to all damage except for Force, Psychic, and Radiant. Yeah. So you cool. become Batman, I guess.
2: Cool. But basically. Yep. It's for it's rogues to hide or, in Dinner. Ba- it's available for experts or mages, so I guess you can yeah. be. Batman I just kind of wizard feel wizard like some of Batman.
3: these
1: things, like just becoming invisible at twentieth level when you're in darkness, doesn't seem that great. Because I think a twentieth level character will have access to invisibility potion
2: whenever they want
4: anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not it's that
1: great inability, yeah. is
2: it? It's Second level spell,
4: fourth yeah. level
2: for greater invisibility. Invisibility, and as I recall, warlocks have an invocation which lets them turn invisible around about fifth level. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's not it interesting is. enough to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's those, anyway.
1: There's yep. the epic boon feeds. Um, I, yeah, I think they need more work. I like a couple of them, but generally they need more work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even just being able to teleport 30 feet after an attack action, I mean,
3: it's like bloody... That's right. A laddering can teleport. That's right. nice. But, I like it. You
2: know. Is it it's every not, attack not... action? Are there limits on that? It's. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say... I mean, immediately after you take the attack or... It's only for experts from the mage group. Oh, great.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, so a rogue or a wizard or a
2: sorcerer. Uh, I think a ranger yeah, was right. in the Expert, I can't remember.
3: Yeah, I think a Ranger was I think expert. Rangers
2: were yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so you can't I
4: uh, yeah Do You know, okay, I would
1: but, be inclined to just remove the prerequisite the group prerequisites yeah. because you know, what the hell? Even if it's not
2: optimal for them, why not let someone yeah, you know I, I I I mean the idea of like just being able to teleport around the fight is like, ah, I you, 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 you yeah mm.
3: fun. Immense
2: fun. Mm. Uh, it was like, oh, I guess what will I take? Epic cruise yeah, yeah. speed. You'd get all well, night move, cooler. Yeah, yeah. What? I move an extra thirty foot. Woo. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Anyway,
1: so that, yeah. So that's that's defeats anyway. So I think yeah. we agreed generally. Don't don't mind the idea of them, but generally those ones are a little overwhelming with a couple of exceptions which are kind of okay. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm
3: not. Ex- they're fine, but I'm not excited by any of them. Yeah. No.
1: No. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But conceptually, if they just make them a bit more exciting, then maybe <laughs> I.
3: Yeah. Just, just
1: overpower them, it's fine. Yeah, so the 20th
3: it. level, it's... you're going to be overpowered anyway. Yeah.
1: Subject. So, people have fun. Yeah.
3: yeah. In a yeah. role playing game?
1: No, don't
3: Not no. at my table! <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> well, that, that is what I've heard, Jess. That is what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Lies. In breaking news. <laughs> you haven't Jessica, spoken to girl, any really of publishing. my
3: players, and they all told I have me they're coming. I've to all of them, time. and they have all
1: filled in lengthy surveys. That's a lie. <laughs> they
3: also said they had a great time want me to turn it into a campaign. How dare you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now, on to the classes now. So we've got five classes. Yeah. So let's start... That's a lot of classes in one thing. So let's start with the Barbarian. Yeah. So what um, they done with the Barbarian?
2: They've changed well, Rage. Yes, yes. Rage is different. You can now... Ex- Basically, they've got Rage, so it's an active thing that you choose to extend. Previously, yeah. you used to like be able to keep your Rage going by getting punched in the face. Well, so- previously,
1: it was, like, it was a minute
2: and... Yeah. You, it just you, kept going until you deactivated it, pretty much, didn't it? You, you had to be taking damage or making attacks. Yeah. So if you did rage and you killed people and then you couldn't get to another uh, another uh opponent quickly enough, mm. you would lose your yeah. rage damage. You'd yeah. lose your rage, which... If you were playing according to the rules, like, obviously, like, a lot of this is not strictly observed because mm-hmm. it's a bit... It's robbing people of their fun. If you say, mm. uh, well, you can't get to them. But yeah, if you had more than i don't know 30 40 foot to run to get your next target then that's unlucky you need yeah. to use another rage which yeah. is a bit rubbish really yeah
1: so mm. now basically you can spend a bonus action to yeah. extend it taking damage doesn't extending extend it no forcing someone to make a saving throw does yeah yeah um yeah it's basically Yeah. You know, i mean they the phrase they use the focus is now on what you do not what's yeah. done to you so it is an no. active one yeah
2: yeah, which is which is good, actually. I like it. Be I, I, I would have no problem with that because thing I imagine basic manoeuvres, um are like pushing and shoving are yeah. going to be saving froze. Yeah, no. um, i look at this barbarian and they've just missed the biggest opportunity.
3: What's that?
1: So basically it is still a wilderness loincloth
2: warrior, pretty much. Yes. It is still cultural. Okay. Oh, like Using the Yeah, using barbarian is not a nice word to use to describe well, people.
1: Well, uh, the word as well. But, I mean, yeah. the, I'm just talking about whatever they call it. Yeah, but yeah. The, co- yeah. the concept of it, it's still a cultural concept. You still can't yeah. have a heavy armoured, like,
2: Kingsguard mm. barbarian berserker type. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's get your kid off and get in a fight. Um, and also, to be honest, you're probably going to still be using the same thing. Because an armoured defence still incentivizes using medium armour and a shield. If you're using a array, because that gives you a best armor class.
1: Yeah, well, unless unless you have two options on there, an armor prevents or juggernaut or something, yeah, which is exactly. what we did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think they've missed an opportunity there. They could have done something yeah. good with the barbarian. They could have made it a broader, broader tent basically yeah, yeah. for berserking I, I, type characters, and they haven't done.
2: And weirdly, they have changed the like. I know it's like tiny, but mm. they've changed the starting equipment. So you have either a great axe or a battle axe. And your,
4: oh
2: yeah, you get great axe or battle axe and some hand axes. And it's like, mm. okay, well, what happened to martial weapon? What, what if I don't want to use an axe? I'm um, clearly not a oh, no, barbarian. No.
1: It, it says you start, or you can spend seventy five gold pieces. On it. They're just suggesting, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah.
4: But, but it's you have like, whatever you want,
2: Peter. These are the defaults, though. So, well,
3: yeah,
4: sure. I
2: mean, it's just what suggestions. That's world. all it is. But, um, yeah. So one of the things I've noticed straight away is at second level they have got. They have moved uh Danger Sense, they've bumped that up to level eleven. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Previous yeah, which is uh, and and also they've they've fully changed feral instinct. Uh, yeah, and they've well. removed some of the limitations on danger sense as well, though, so it's more powerful. So I said and level matched. eleven, it's level seven, but that's still pretty yeah. pretty chunky. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. And they've replaced it with primal knowledge. So through the power of being strong, yeah, you're now better at perception, stealth Survival. So this is interesting. So acrobatics like, and intimidation. Right, so I get what they're
1: doing now. If you look through the sure. classes, you can find this is a common thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are giving you at fairly low levels yeah. more non-combat abilities in order yep. to basically address the whole sort of exploration, social pillar stuff. Yep. That's what that's what this is about. Absolutely. But yeah, what they, the way they've done
2: it in this case seems a bit odd. It makes me laugh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so I am strong, therefore I'm better at acrobatics. Legit, strong, um, intimidating. Legit strong. perception. I see better. Well, yeah, maybe it could be like strong. a, dang- a danger
3: sense, awareness. Like in that sense that because you've been training to do combat, you're Go. very aware of your surroundings.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm and reaching. strong for gathering food. Yeah. It does absolutely. say it
1: doesn't represent strength, <laughs> although you're using the strength ability. It says it represents primal power coursing through you. So. No, they do kind of explain it away there, saying it's not
2: it's not your physical strength. It's-
3: Shame this as a podcast, because both mine and Peter's faces are not yeah. the yeah, like, yeah, listeners,
2: you're missing out mm. on some massive, okay. sceptical side-eye. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it's like, yeah. doing his best to pitch into this, but it's like, no.
3: Bombastic side-eye. <laughs> <laughs> i mean,
2: convinced. Well, what I did want to mention, though, is the mm. weapon mastery thing,
1: because yes. this touches on what we were talking about before, mm, yeah. and I noticed that the fighter gets it as well, when I assume... Other classes do as well. Yeah, sure. But I notice it differs slightly from class to class. Yes. And the Fighters 1 is is better, for example. So this one, so the mastery property of two kinds of simple or martial melee weapons, Yeah. such as great axes or hand axes or something. So you can choose two types, (laughs) and that (laughs) unlocks the mastery properties of those weapons. Yeah, yeah. And you can sort of uh, change that with a long rest.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's... Pretty standard.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> how weapon mastery is working. So each class gets a number of mastery properties unlocked for them. Yes. At a fairly low level. Fighter, I think, gets three, if I recall correctly. Barbarian yeah, yeah. gets two. I think the rogue will
2: probably end up getting one or something, I would guess. Yeah, they'll probably backfit it in. Ranger yeah, yeah. will probably get a couple. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. And if they get, give them to the paladin as well, then it's just... Not. Yeah, was very... Paladin a
1: priest or was it a warrior? I can't remember which group uh, they priest. Put it, in. Was priest. it
2: Priest? Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Okay. So, probably not then, I would have mm. thought, but I don't know.
2: Well, you think know. that now, wouldn't you?
1: Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, so what else we got with the barbarian here, though? So, we, so that's the weapon mastery, danger sense. Um, they've moved some things around. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffle yeah. Stuff, yeah. And stuff. Indomitable, my, uh, brutal critical,
2: persistent rage, relentless range. Well, brutal critical is mostly gone. Um, uh, because it used to be have, I did a side by side comparison. You mm-hmm. used to get three levels of brutal critical, which basically added extra dice to your crit. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. I'm not super excited about that. What they've done here is now, bah, 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 but, if you do a brutal crit, you mm-hmm. which is at, unlocks at level eleven, you do you add your level damage. Mm-hmm. So that means you're doing a minimum plus 11 damage as yeah. opposed to rolling an extra dice which would be either a D6 or a D12. So that's quite quite an upgrade. Oh, yeah.
4: I
1: mean by play at level 20, you're doing an extra 20. Yeah, yeah. It's...
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, brutal, brutal Critical is now something that I would actually be excited about. As opposed yeah. yeah, that's right. it's expect the poking over the eye sharp sick. I like it. Yeah. But it's not something that makes you go, woo. Whereas this is like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'll have yeah. an extra 11. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else um, we got then so rage resurgence is a new uh, feature at 17th level and basically yeah. when you roll initiative you restore a use of rage so from yeah. 17th level you've always got a rage when you start a combat available
2: yeah and that that's replaced the third level of brutal critical um mm. but by jumping there we've missed out on persistent rage which is earlier Mm. Now, it now you've got that ten-minute rage, mm. and it just extends it. You don't have to do anything for it. You don't have to use a bonus action. It just is on. You are angry. You're you getting yeah. anything for rage for ten minutes. I don't
1: minutes. know what use ten minutes is in the game, given that most combats
2: last a few rounds and less than yeah. less than one minute. I'm
4: not I, sure I how think, useful
2: that is. I think it's like to allow it to be take you from a room to another room. <gasps> I know what room it is. well, well. Tying that
1: primal knowledge to it. Yes, that's a good point. Actually. It's for yeah. non—it's for non-combat stuff. You can be really angry and start exploring angrily,
3: chucking the room apart, searching for your socks. Where is it? For
1: ten
2: minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. We've all
3: had those mornings.
2: There was a feature. Yes, was it Fear Instinct? I don't know. they 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 do. They've, they they've also have—they've removed critical and they've replaced. Uh, if you use the strength score, so if you roll a strength. Previously, this was a level eighteen feature. It's now much easier. Which one is I, this you're talking about? I foolishly did not note down the name. Okay, but this was like the level eighteen feature. Primal Champion, maybe? No, that's just an increase in strength and constitution. It was I don't know. yes, Indomitable Might, which is now right. level nine. So they oh, basically okay. halved the levels at which you get it. Okay, um, and what that does is, if you're doing all these strength rolls like for mm. Primal Power, if your check. If your total is less than your strength score, mm. you can instead use your strength score. Mm-hmm. So that puts like a floor on the minimum yeah, you can roll. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's the total, not the not the roll. But yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't add it to your roll, but yeah, yeah. And you tie that in with the
1: primal knowledge and the ten minute rage. Yeah,
2: that yeah, uh, minimum is eighteen twenty. That you you get, can roll you a get dice be
1: to be very strongly and angrily perceptive for ten.
2: Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why yeah. not? Why not?
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: okay. Let's, let's move on a bit. Because you can see running... Yeah. God, we are really running out of time.
2: Yeah. Um, le- 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 level 15... That's, what I mean. that's why with the light.
3: weapons, I was trying to get us to...
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the fighter, shall we? Okay. Yeah, I was actually quite impressed by the fighter. Okay. Normally, it's felt very much like the unloved child of Wizards of the Coast, which um, mm. has someone who, if I was to describe myself as a particular character class, would say, I'm a fighter main, because I really mm-hmm. like them. Um, I'm actually like, oh, this is, this is nice. Yeah. yeah. Traditionally, fighters have had like a couple of extra feats, which makes them very customizable, but also Mm -hmm. makes them a bit bland. Mm -hmm. What's happened here is they moved the feet from level six to level five. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is a, that is a big jump. And it means that when they hit level five, fighters get very exciting. Yeah. Action surge, they have nerfed. Uh, but the reason they did that was because essentially people were taking two level dips in fighters so they could double cast fireball. Mm -hmm. Now, Action surge can only be used for attack, dash, disengage, and dodge. Yeah. Fighter-y things. I, I'm okay with that. That's actually fair. Yeah, that's you fine. know? Yeah. Level seven is when that feature you mentioned, Weapon Mastery, comes. And that's where you can change Great Swords from Graze to Cleave. Yeah. I what, like... What, what,
4: what's oh. also
1: interesting is how many Weapon Masteries they get. So at first level, when they get Weapon Mastery...
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's actually the table. Um, uh, So you've got a yeah. column on the fighter table. So it starts yeah, at yeah. three and ends at five at 20th level. So yeah. you get a lot more. Weapon masteries. But then you hit else. five, you
2: hit five at level ten.
1: Yeah, and then it starts. So, yeah, you know, I'm not really and, sure how useful that is having lots of them, because generally you're just yeah. going to use one weapon, pretty much, aren't you? Uh,
2: I mean, like, if you find a magic one, then you change, I guess. I right, suppose, yeah. 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 I suppose so. But, but a fighter with a golf bag full of weapons is a legitimate tactic. You can, you can I just I, change I it with it. a
1: long rest. You can just change it with a long rest anyway. So if you do find a magic weapon, you take yeah. a long rest, change it, and now you've got weapon mastery in that. Yeah.
2: so oh well of course yeah, yeah. i am like yeah i don't think i'd implement it this way i might have a think about how to yeah, stuff with this yeah
1: but yeah like you said the weapon oh. expert lets you swap the properties over
2: yes and then level 13 weapon adept you get it's like weapon expert except you get to choose two properties for your weapon yeah yeah so they really um, are the weapon mastery masters aren't they they're the, yeah, the, which yeah. is good <laughs> yeah that's what i want my fighter to be i want mm. them to say i am a murder cutlery enthusiast and I can not only choose the way I use my murder cutlery, but I can also improvise and use it in different fashions. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, that's I like that. Sweet. yeah, I like is that. It's it officially like called
3: that. murder cutlery in the rules as well?
2: Yes, yes. Yeah.
3: Okay,
2: cool. Uh, certainly in yeah, A supplements I'll be releasing. <laughs> 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 yeah. Action Surge 2, your, your extra extra surge, that's been moved towards like uh, two levels to level mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. Yeah. Indomitable that used to take up three slots in the fighter table, it mm-hmm. was very boring, and it also wasn't much good. Mm-hmm. Dom at all let you re-roll a failed save, yeah. which is yeah. nice, but as a fighter, I have intelligence of maybe 10, so that's a plus zero modifier. If someone makes me take a DC 17 intelligence save, I fail it the first time, I'm probably failing it the second mm-hmm. time as well. Because yeah. I do not have proficiency. Yeah, but now you get a bonus equal to your level. Na- yes, and a plus nine bonus is the sort of thing that makes me say, yeah. that's a bit good. Yeah, um, yeah. And one of the things I really liked are level 17 and 18 level 17 is unconquerable Oh, and that uh because obviously i think i do not like but i'm not that fussed about is second wind usage Mm. is now what per long rest as opposed to short rest Mm. and that was very much a fighter shtick that you did a short rest and you're like yep back online ready to fight and now they've said second winds that's actually a second wind is you roll a d10 add your level and that's how many hit points you get back so yeah that's now been tied to indomitable so unconquerable means that if you would use indomitable but you don't have it for whatever reason you can gain a use by using one of your second wind usage Mm -hmm. and it heals you as well as giving you that sweet at this point plus 17 to your save Mm. i gotta say if you're running plus 17 to a save you're feeling pretty good about it and also you get some bonus hit points i'm like yeah, that is that's actually unconquerable. That that yeah. does what it said in ten. I approve. Yeah. yeah, they're making fighters super resilient here, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and and level eighteen is when you get your extra attack. Three extra attacks. The, yeah, nice. and previously you had to wait for level twenty to get to yeah. that, and it's like oh, that's a long way, and I don't get to use it. And now you're like oh, I get a couple of levels now. Yeah. Instead, stabby, stabby, stabby. at level
3: twenty, you get yes. an exciting yeah. epic boon.
1: Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. So basically, you yeah. You know, it's not massively different, but it's basically got all the mastery stuff baked in. It's way better at yeah. mastery than every other class. Yeah. And it's just been made more resilient generally throughout, I think. It yeah. sounds like I, I do like this a lot better.
3: I was about to say, it sounds like overall you improve as somebody who is a fighter. Mm. Obviously, yeah. in real life, I uh, mean, Peter. So. Yeah. yeah. Just
1: looking at the champion um, subclass as well, they're right. uh, giving you additional non-combat stuff with the, uh, yes. with the champion. And that after a long rest, you can just gain proficiency in a skill. Yes. Which is of your choice. And yeah. you can like change it each long
2: rest, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, originally the Champion was sold has, like, this is your on-road. If you don't know what you're doing, you don't know yeah. how to play role-playing. Yes, yeah, so it's
1: the basic fighter, yeah. You play champion. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I like that now they're like, actually, you know what, we're going to throw some extra stuff in here. You get extra fighting styles, which there are more. You still have to improve critical. I think 10th level, I think that is lower where you get, I, I didn't check actually, but I think that is low, lower level for when you get that crit on 18. And mm. I quite like that, actually. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 champion, I like the improvements. They fixed the berserker as well, because previously, oh, and the barbarian, yeah, 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 yeah. Previously, oh, and the frenzy doesn't make you exhausted anymore, does it? Oh, that was a big deal because, yeah. like, that's actually one of the only ways to actually kill a character. Yeah. Uh, too many levels of exhaustion.
1: Um, right. So, the sorcerer. What have we got from the sorcerer? So, they've got more spells. is the big thing.
3: Nice. Lots oh, more spells. Good.
1: They've now got twenty-two rather than fifteen over the over the life of the character. Oh,
2: fifteen! It was that though.
1: Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Wow. So they got they wow. got more at first level. They get a couple of free spells, sorcerer only spells. Oh,
3: nice.
1: Which is quite interesting. Uh, sorcerer's burst and Chaos Bolt. Nice. Um, so
3: really
1: you get good. those for free at first level. Yeah, and they're always prepared. Pro. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else have we got? We got uh, Metamatic has moved down a level and gives you a
2: few an extra Metamatic option. Yeah. So there's that. Seeking spell, that's the new metamagic option. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at it. If you fluff an attack roll, spend two sorcery points for a reroll. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, cool. You can use it even if you've already used a different metamagic option during the mm. casting of the spell. So, yeah. That's nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Quicker spell looks cheaper... Yeah, and they've taken down the costs, I think, as well. Yeah. Because they used to be, it used to cost free for some of these, and that's really expensive. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: We got a self-heal at fifth level. Sorceress Vitality. Oh, rest. We've got Transmuted so, Spell as well. Mm. Uh, as a metamagic.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Imported yeah. from Tasha's Cauldron. Of uh, everything. A change of damage
2: type, is it? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really nice, actually. Mm. Yeah, Sorcerer's just got really good.
1: Yeah, so, so like Sorcerer's that. can heal themselves now at fifth level, which is nice. Seventh level, they can. They got a whole bunch of spells that basically they've always got prepared once they reach certain levels. Yeah. Um So at seventh level, mm. arcane eruption. I didn't look that one up,
2: but they've got oh, that yes. always prepared. That that's again that's one that lets them change the damage type. Arcane eruption. Yeah, yeah. When you cast a spell, select the type of damage dealt by the spell, and also it's got a d6 roll of additional effects.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's one, it explodes in a twenty foot sphere around, and then yeah. just. Yeah. Acid yeah, okay. cold, fire, lightning, poison. Uh, so okay. it's elemental, we'll say yeah. Broadly. Yeah. Yeah. Well I think they are generally a bit more elemental now, mm. looking at them. Yeah. Uh yeah. sorcery incarnate at ninth level.
4: Yeah.
1: What's that? It's a new feature apparently. Let's have a look at it. Uh sorcery incarnate. Oh, you always have the sorcery Yes, yeah, another one of those. You always have that spell prepared. Um Drop. it's a transformational spell. You transform yourself into the magical energy.
2: <clears throat> okay.
1: Okay. Uh sorceress restoration. That's getting more sorcery points, isn't it? Uh, yeah. let's move from 20th down to 15th level. Arcane Apotheosis at 18th. Yeah. So we are whipping through these quite fast now. <laughs> so. yeah. Always have Wish prepared. Ooh, always have Wish prepared. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And you have no, yeah, okay. And if you, you undergo cast... the spell's casting stress, you have no chance of losing the ability to
2: cast a spell. You can cast Wish to replicate a spell of first through eighth level without expending a ninth level spell slot. Okay. You instead expend a slot of okay. the replicated spell's level.
1: Yeah, so that so that was one of the basic functions of wish is that you can always cast yeah. a spell of first traits, but it co- it costs you the ninth level wish spell slot. Yeah,
2: yeah. But and in this, this case, yeah, yeah, that and that is really good actually. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, sure.
1: yeah. Okay, so that's that's the sorcerer. that yeah. just made it more elemental and given it a few more at will sort of like general abilities. There's
3: an interesting yeah. draconic sorcery subclass which I was just looking through yeah. as well. That looks quite mm, cool. So, the idea cool. is that because your magic is innate and it comes from dragons in some way, so that could be your dragonborn heritage. Do you know they're not
1: using the term bloodline anymore for sorcerers? That's going.
3: Okay. It's pretty good. But yeah, also, or if you fight a dragon or you have something in your backstory with magic dragons nearby, whatever reason. But yeah, it's quite cool. Mm. It's got like, so part of you is covered in dragon scales, so that boosts your kind of hit point maximum and um, mm. your armor class, and then you can speak to dragons as well. Uh, yeah. and uh, yeah there's just a, cool, a few cool things there and I like the idea of it for like flavour and roleplay purposes I think that's quite a cool little subclass mm. but yeah, yeah they just had that there and I thought that was like kind of um,
1: draconic exhalation is interesting in that you can cast sorceress burst this is the uh, draconic sorcery thing mm-hmm. at 10th level you can cut, when you cast sorceress burst you can exhale it as a breath weapon basically in a 15 foot
4: Yeah.
3: so nah. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean like that's a nice that's a nice character yeah. roleplay story yeah. kind of touch to yeah. it Uh, And I think they're going that way with a lot of sorcerers as well. They're really leaning into the... like. I
1: think the the sorcerer feels more like it has more of an identity with this lot. Yeah. Mm.
3: It feels like magic's flowing through your veins than just it's a different flavour of wizard. Because previously, when I've looked at it, it felt like a different flavour of wizard.
2: Yeah. I've previously described playing a sorcerer in basic 5th edition as playing on hard mode because you just... Like, the rules is written, you had to choose exactly the right spells mm-hmm. to work with your metamagic, and you were a very specialized tool. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just, yeah. And if you didn't do it properly, the wizard would easily outperform you. Mm. Most things would easily outperform you, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it felt very yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, this was better. Warlock. Now,
1: Warlock, mm-hmm. I have noticed, has been getting a, is is been quite divisive, the changes oh, yeah. online. Oh, yeah, what,
3: For what reasons, um, Russell? Oh, no. Well,
1: basically, what they've done is they've changed it into a half caster. A, a, a oh. straight half caster. Rather than the packed magic stuff they had before. That's the big change. And they've made other changes, but that's, I think that's the big one. Oh. And some people like that, and some people hate that.
2: Oh. So, yeah. Warlock is now a half caster. They have sort of turned it on its head, almost. Mm. So before, you got your patron. Yeah. And that gave you a certain path to go down. And at third level, you got your pact. Now, Mm. they're like, oh, you get your pact first, and then Mm. you get your patron at third level. Yeah. Like, "Like, this probably makes sense from an admin point of view, but I have to say, from a story point of view, I have questions. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are they doing anything with Eldritch Blast?
2: Yeah, they've already changed it, if oh. you recall, so that it's tied to Warlock level. Gotcha, rather yeah, than yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah, which needed doing. Okay, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. yes.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so they become a half-caster. Yeah. What else do they get? Um, they get an extra Eldritch Invocation to caps out at 9 rather than 8. They've added Mystic Arcanum as an Eldritch Invocation option uh, from 5th level. Normally you had to wait till eleventh for that, yeah. Which is which is interesting. Yeah, I don't think other than the half casting, it's kind of. I d- it's not it's not it's not massively different. I
3: don't have a lot of strong uh, feelings about this, but I I've never played a warlock, so maybe that's why. So I'm not really able to do mm. the comparison. So I don't. Yeah. Have a lot to Add here, folks.
1: Eleventh level, you can contact your patron directly. Mm.
3: That's interesting from a story point of view because I, know, having been on tables with people that have had warlocks, some of them had a very. Light touch with their patron approach from a role yeah. perspective, and others have they've been really present. So, if yeah. that if that is at 11th level, you can contact them. It's like, oh, so beforehand, you can't, or what, what does yes, that mean for story? So, that
1: changed so that because, yeah, like you say, a lot of people do play with you being able to interact with your warlock, uh, with, your, with, your, with your patron early, yeah. just as a role playing thing.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: but by putting that 11th level thing in there, that is basically saying you can't do that until the 11th level. Yeah,
3: that was the only thing, yeah,
1: which yeah.
2: is. Weird, not like, not how a lot of people play yeah. Yeah, pa- patrons don't. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. the whole point of being a warlock is you basically blagged yourself a magical sugar daddy. I, I you spell in exchange for favors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and now you're like, oh, you get some stuff for a pact, but you don't actually get to talk to a patron until yeah. I think no, that's, yeah, doesn't. that's a big part of the warlock flavor yeah. for me is the, is the patron actually okay. being present. Yeah, I okay, had someone uh, yeah. play.
3: it. They were like a spoiled rich girl uh, from the fey mm. world and their dad was a powerful Fey. So they were literally phoning up like, "Dad, can we have some more magic?" With it, like, and it was like, but with this you couldn't. I don't know if that would limit. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you can see no, it. I love that. And then sometimes the patron might cut yeah. them off if they do something really bad. So because
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, or didn't do something really bad. Were <laughs> well, yeah,
3: mm. fey, fey morality is oh, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah. But that that was the yeah. only thing that jumped out to me, but I've, like I say, not played a warlock, so I don't have strong opinions.
1: Mm. So Oof. other than that, though, there's not... I mean, they, the Eldritch in- Invocations, which... Uh, yeah, they've got which, some new ones. They've got a few new ones. They've shifted a few around and changed a couple, imported yeah. a couple from Tash's and stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, not- yeah, one with shadows is that 20th level feat that we were talking about, mm-hmm. in an area or... It's a fifth level warlock invocation. Dim light or darkness. You can use your a- action oh. to have the invisible condition until you move or take an action bonus to action or reaction.
4: Mm. So
1: that's
2: not quite the same, but I can't yeah. say it's pretty similar.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, the yeah. Eldritch invocation sort of menu is, is, is tweaked throughout, but there's nothing drastically sort of, wow, that's totally different going on there. I,
2: there it's definitely been tweaked. I'm not saying wow. <laughs> mm. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. They haven't done their thing with... Yeah, I'd be interested to see, have they fixed the problem that if you take Pact of the Blade, then you get absolutely murdered if you're in a fight? Um, cause that, that was basically why they introduced the Hex Blade and all those, mm. all those tons and tons of proficiencies at level one, mm. which was because if you didn't have that, then you're like, well, I've got AC 14. I do not belong on the front lines. I don't have the hit dice mm. or the ability to live and often didn't. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know. Is the answer to that no. question?
2: Yeah. I'm trying Your to pack find spell is packed weapon. I don't know what if that's packed to the blade. Yeah, that's right. It's a packed weapon. That's the cantrip. Let's have a look. Yeah. At I detail. don't know whether
1: it's changed or not. I
2: couldn't tell you offhand. Yeah. You create a bond with a weapon you touch, Hmm. and you use charisma, is a strength. You've got proficiency. It's retaining. So you're basically you still don't have the armor, but they've t- they've taken the hexblade. You're no longer charisma dependent. Or so mm. you, basically, you couldn't play a fiend pack warlock because you had to put, you could play it, but you had to put those points in strength to actually be able to use a weapon. Yeah. So you still don't have a armor, but you do get like a decent weapon that you can use, which you can use charisma to attack with. And yeah. that's quite nice.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: it's, it's, it, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to like spend a bit of time digging around with it, but yeah. lack of armor concerns me. I'll be
1: honest. Okay. Um, moving on quickly, quickly. Uh, looking at the, the subclass, well, there's one subclass, the Fiend Patron subclass. Mm-hmm. It's interesting yeah. what they've done with patron spells. So okay. they don't expand your spell list anymore. There are a bunch of spells that you always have prepared.
3: Okay.
2: Which, quite frankly, is how a lot of people ran it in the first place. Yeah. And I think it's good. Good, good to recognise yeah. when your players are telling you something. Yeah. And oh, once per long
1: yeah. rest, you can cast one of them without using a spell slot as well.
2: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But other than that, it's tweaks to stuff. I, I mean, theme Patron was pretty good to begin with. Like, mm. it, its main problem was it's, like, the natural choice for Pact of Blade, and it just didn't work. Mm. Now I'm like, okay, I could do Pact Blade with this. I'd get extra hit points. Mm. I'd be able to use my charisma to attack. I like it's it.
1: Fiendish resilience is no longer bypassed by magic or silvered weapons, which monsters almost never possess. So that's just kind of a change that doesn't really have any effect then.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: so what's the point? I
2: don't know. I, I think it's because occasionally you'd get this, a slightly adversarial gym who'd look at that and say, huh, interesting. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I tell that I guys know. that they turn turned up with silvered magical weapons. You're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Well,
1: I think generally, warlock. the main thing is it's now a half-caster. There's, there's yeah. tweaks, but the main thing about it is it's now a half-caster.
2: That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it does, okay. it does help because it means that it's easy to integrate into multi-classing. So that's nice.
1: Yeah. Well, the yeah. final thing, of course, is the wizard. Just yeah. the last cast. So looking at the wizard, a few changes they've made. They've, give, they've, you've got all these scribe spell and modify spell and create spell and spell mastery stuff is the big stuff that they've put in there. Yeah. Which we talked about earlier. So yeah. you can modify spells. You can save them as spells, which you now know. Um, you can switch spells out for other spells. Um, you've got signature spells has moved down a little bit, so you, you get those a little bit earlier. And so has spell mastery. I, but I mean, One thing that,
2: that I have noticed... Yeah. One, one well. thing that I have noticed is... Oh, Arcane Recovery's gone up a level. Yeah, That's to second, yeah. yeah um, there's a lot less dead levels. Yes. Because Wizards of the Coast has traditionally treated gaining a new spell level as a class feature, mm-hmm. but that does mean that you get like if you put the wizard table uh, from D&D Beyond next to the wizard there's table, a, there's a lot of blank gaps. Features column, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like because every other level, third, fifth, seven, nine, eleven, all the odd numbers are largely blank except for nineteenth and first. Mm. <laughs> and that that is not a good look. That doesn't make people want to play wizards. Mm. I mean, you get like a load of cool stuff, but it's all about the spell selection. So maybe the subclasses will give more flavour to it? Question mark. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, on this one, is is it's literally only eleven, thirteen, and seventeen now is is blank. Yeah. So it's yeah. massively updated. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of that is basically signature spells and this sort of meta, meta spell stuff, the modified, yeah, yeah, create, yeah. memorized stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's, it's it's all meta spell stuff.
2: Yeah, it feels like they're really moving hard away from, like, second edition, where you had specific schools of magic. Mm. They don't seem... That, that's well, just an idea that's gone, I think. You know what's
1: also interesting is, like, yeah. um, they're changing a lot of the way subclasses are um, named. Look at what the wizard subclasses is called. It's not the School of Evocation anymore, it's the Evoker. Mm. And I noticed they did that with something else earlier. What was it? Oh, yeah, of course, it's was the uh, Bloodlines for the Sorcerers yeah. and stuff. Right. So, yeah. So they are kind of doing what we kind of did and making these subclasses things you are rather than mm. things about you. Mm. Mm. Okay, which is interesting. But, but yeah other than that yeah so Wizards basically get a lot more. I I'm saying metamagic but that confuses it with the with the um uh sorcery sorcery stuff yes. but that's kind of what I mean by it. It's the ability to manipulate spells, create them, memorize them, have signature that, spells. They got a
2: whole lot more of that stuff. Spell editing techniques. Kind of. Yeah. Is what yeah. they have got. They can they yeah. can edit spells on the fly. Yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah.
4: Cool. yeah.
1: I think that's basically it
2: then. We've covered it. We've yeah, done it. Yeah. We've covered the playtest
1: document.
4: I'm yeah. pleased to what
3: say... What are your overall thoughts? Uh,
1: it's fine. <laughs> um, it, it's yeah. just in some places it just doesn't go far enough for me. But then again... But it's
3: not a new edition, it?
1: It's not a new edition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I get that too.
2: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh dang! Yeah. <laughs> I'm just
3: quoting yeah. what they're saying. They've been very clear. Mm, yeah,
2: yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's um, I, I like I like a lot of stuff. I like the concept of it, but I don't think they quite went far enough with it to make it exciting. like yeah. the weapon mastery, I like the idea of it, but it's not yeah. quite exciting enough. The epic boon speed uh, feats, mm. I like the idea of them, but they're not exciting enough. And it's kind of that needs to be the theme
2: throughout this for me generally. Good yeah. idea, um, but take, but notch it up a little. Yeah. I, I think being able to choose your epic boom is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. previously it was like, well, you had the capstone like it or lump it. Yeah. yeah. Because now it's
4: like, Well, yeah. kind
1: of, like, they have prerequisites, though, so you haven't got much of a choice. Yeah. It's not like yes. you're choosing from the whole menu of them,
2: is it? it? But you have more choice than this is your capstone lump yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that does help with fear of missing out if you, I mean, it's tricky because multi-classing is something people are super into, and that's something I guess they're recognising. Mm. And like, if you are going to take your game to level 20, mm. then if you multi-class, you miss out.
4: Mm.
2: So, mm. you know, but that was sort of, yeah. Yeah. Multi-classing, I think, is probably still going to be the easiest way to nerf your character uh, that you can find, and simple-classing is strong. I really like what they've done with the fighter. I'm actually quite pleased with it. I think it's good. Yeah, that's more Um, interesting for sure. Yeah, Yeah. Weapon mastery, it's it's not there for me. It's like it's, I think weapon mastery should just unlock weapon mastery Mm. and you should just be able to say, well, I found this weapon Uh, because I am a warrior class. I have weapon mastery. I know how to use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can use it to get that like extra 10% out of it. Oh, link it to proficiency, maybe.
3: That's what I was thinking. It sounds Sorry? like uh, yeah, it being yeah. linked to proficiency. Of I'm really, I've trained to use this weapon, so I'm really good at it. Is yeah, yeah that's maybe
1: make it an extra level of proficiency. I don't know. You can be unproficient, proficient, or mastery. I that's, don't know.
3: That's what yeah. I assumed it was when I first skimmed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so, one last, very last thing, and we really do have to, because yes. I've got, you've got to go, I know, man. I'm going to be running, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, there's a couple of terminology changes. I don't know whether this was in the previous playtest documents, but Inspiration's now called Heroic Advantage. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think. And
1: of course, there's the D20 test terminology, which they brought in earlier, which refers to right. any kind of, like, D20 role, ability mm-hmm. check, attack roll, and saving throw. I,
2: I, I quite like that concept because they're, Make it, they're, they're just trying to make it clear. This isn't a skill check. It's a d20 test. Mm. Like the same way the attack rolls and the saving throws. It's a core mechanic. They're just trying to make it more clear that it's a core mm. mechanic. Yeah. yeah. Because that avoids the problem of, I do not have proficiency, therefore I cannot do it, which in fifth mm. edition is just not true. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
3: You can always have yeah. a go. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, um, on your third yeah. successful death save, did you before
2: remain unconscious? Until a short rest. Oh, yeah. You you basically stayed unconscious for about an hour, as I recall. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and no. then you regained one hit point, point. Mm. and then you had to have another hour of a short right, rest. Okay, yes. Which which yeah is okay. Uh, I don't know how they' I don't know how they're doing it. To be honest, um, mm. not that first. Okay. Uh, I bet bet basically it feels like a big like stick in the spokes of the action. And therefore, I am against it because I'd quite like things to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want my players to be sat around saying, oh, well, I guess we'll have to wait for so and so. Got themselves hit, went down, didn't make any potions. Now we're we'll just hanging around here waiting for them to get back up again. Great. Mm. I, like it breaks momentum, so yeah. yeah.
4: All right,
1: on that note, so um, yeah, we have covered the latest playtest for D&D but next week it is going to be a deep dive into in. what they're doing with i'll find a
3: remastered yeah
1: yeah all right yep. 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 yeah Speak to you folks exciting stuff all right yeah. see you later Bye. Bye. au revoir
0: apparently i now have to read this to you this is the official podcast of morris's unofficial tabletop rpt news which you can find at enworld.org You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com, or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at morris on the Twitter... Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. Mm, That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. That sounds like an excellent plan.
3: I haven't gone through the podcast packet in detail, so I don't have a huge amount to say, so I'll just mostly be reacting. I think it's always
1: good to have someone reacting as well, because... (laughs) yes that's what we need we need we need a dramatic reaction to each thing but but the challenge happened every dramatic reaction has to be different
3: yeah i can yeah
1: you can't repeat yourself
3: i was in the national youth theater i can do this
1: you can do this all right